Welcome to the Lost Slowdown Podcast 136 with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? We are back, continuing our Season 3 commentary series with Episode 306, I Do. I also do. Do you do? I do, too. Brought to you by Mountain Dew. The only drink on the island. That is the tagline. (laughs) (laughs) The only drink on the island. (laughs) Yeah, why not? So we're just coming off of our previous episodes, uh, wrapping up this first part of season three before that long uh, hiatus when the show originally aired, uh, which seemed like forever. It was forever. It was literally forever. Just not. Just seemed like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the uh, the famous. What do they call it? Mini mini pod or something like that. Uh, they they had a name for it. Um, I I guess if I remember right, I guess it was that uh, a lot of people complained in season two about the reruns. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, okay, uh, you don't want reruns, but we want to, first of all, we need 20 something episodes to run. And second of all, um, you know, we need enough, need enough time to prepare, uh, episodes to run straight week to week. Yeah. So... They were like, okay, we'll do we'll do six in the fall. It'll be like a mini thing by itself, and then uh, come back in the in the spring and do the rest, you know. And basically, the spring thing became standard. Starting a season four, they started in the spring. Yeah. You know, before that though, they usually started in the fall. So this is the last time that they would do that, and this is the only time they did this mini thing. And I think it really was, as they said, like kind of a miscalculation like because these episodes didn't give fans enough to make them wait so long yeah you know um i think i think we were pretty disappointed by it at the time Mm -hmm. um and i think when they come back with not in portland they 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 win you back over yeah you know But and and good for them. It was a very good episode, and you know Juliet was good, and so you know new first flashbacks are are usually interesting. Yeah. You know, and uh, I so I think they saved it by by coming back really strong, but uh, uh, but I, I I think it was definitely um, you know even though these episodes aren't that bad, it's it's I feel like if they're gonna take a break like that, they really needed something um a bit more interesting to hold us over so long yeah the break the the separating the first six from the rest made it seem like this little mini season and uh it doesn't hold up on its own like that uh but but you know what we ended up getting for the later seasons is what like nine month breaks between seasons which also seemed like forever yeah but it you get all the episodes in a row. Once it came back, it just took forever to come back, you know. So there's really no per- perfect version, you know. There were gonna be, uh, you know, some some cons with each uh, each approach they they had. Uh, I mean, really, they should have just made 
you know, 52 episode seasons, uh, <laughs> and, you know, never took time off to do anything else but the show. <laughs> if they really cared, that's all I'm saying. Well, I couldn't agree more. There, I mean, that just, that just smacks of laziness. So lazy. On their part, you know, yeah. like, come on, guys. Do you care about Lost or not? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Yeah. Could you imagine our podcast if they had done 52 episodes? Holy fucking shit. No, you want to talk about filler episodes. Oh, oh my god. Oh, man. They had to all turn filler, out 52. All filler. All filler. They forgot to kill her. Yeah, it's just all filler, all filler. <laughs> yeah, you'd get like Sun and Jin, like... <laughs> you'd get like 20 episodes. Sun and Jin go to the market. Yep. <laughs> And Sun before and that, the yeah, it's 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 Sun and Jin build a market. Then Sun and Jin <laughs> go to a market. Sun loses Jin at the market. <laughs> Sun finds Jin at the market. They burn down the market. <laughs> that was the the market section of uh, that season. Sun and Jin walk Bobo by the burned down market. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Bobo's on the island now, or is Bobo? Or is, this is flashback. Oh, I assumed. I assumed this was flashback. They built oh, a market was, on the island. I was saying, yeah, they built a market on the <laughs> island. Yeah. Sure, why not? They why have fifty-two not? episodes. To okay, go. it's not Bobo. It's the it's the ghost of Bobo. Bobo's ghost. Yes. Ghost. Or it's a smoke monster. Is Bobo? Oh, jeez. Why not? Right? He can be animals. We've yep. established that. Yep. <laughs> Oh, Bobo. <laughs> they really forgot about Bopo. <laughs> I remember I remember in season six there was a there was a podcast with David Carlton where someone was like, Where's Bopo? Like I haven't heard or seen from Bopo in years. Wow. They were like, I don't know. I think I think Sun gave Bopo to someone to take care of when she <laughs> left. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, come on. I always assumed Bobo was with Ji Yun, you know, like, right. Grandma got it, you know. That would be logical, but they were saying, like, they didn't see Bopo in the pictures yeah. with, uh, the, of Ji Yun, like, that they showed a Jin. Yeah. So it was like, what's up? I want to I wanna know what happened to Bopo. Bobo mystery, yep. What about Bopo? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the big <laughs> what about question. Bopo, Bill. What I need about to know. Bobo? There's something going on there. It's a Bobo conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of Boboists out there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, no, but seriously, that's what it would be. I mean, I, I think uh although it had drawbacks, it made it, you know, we didn't have it all year, but it, it was really concentrated when it was on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we were, like, way into Lost for those those three or four months while it was running. Um, and then it would go off, and it would be, like, uh, I mean, we would, we would sometimes do some things over the break, um, but it would be, like, Lost is kind of floating in the background. Every now and then I might think of it, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but it would kind of percolate, and I would really... I would really get hyped for the next season. Like, yeah. the, the build-up. I mean, once it hit January, and it was like, holy shit, it's coming back. You know, yeah. like, wow, like, what's going to happen? Where are they going to start? Who are we going to see? What's the what's what's going on? Like, it, it, it really built that up, that that 
wait, you know? And, and I think the key that made it like fun for me and not like annoying like this was that they, and this is something that I think Lost did more than most TV shows that I've seen. Like they really made their finale episodes spectacular. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like they would leave you with a lot of shit. They would not just do like, "Eh, here's just another episode at the end, you know? Mm -hmm. And like some shows, that's kind of what it's like. It's just like, it's maybe it's a little bit more dramatic than usual, but it's nothing like outrageously exciting at the end. Yeah. And lost made me expect that because they would really deliver and they would, they would, you know, answer some questions from the season. They would introduce brand new shit and set up the next season. And they would give us all sorts of like things to speculate about, you know? And I think, you know, some of the most memorable moments of the show uh, are from the finales and you could almost always count on those being good. Yeah explosive something's probably gonna blow up exactly yeah and they they always had a secret scene you know that they would nickname after some bread product at least for a while and then they got other names but like there was always a code name scene oh yeah because because like every finale there was some there was some reveal or some moment that they would that would be like the most crazy thing in the episode Mm -hmm. you know and they would hide that, you know, with a code name. <laughs> and it was so cool because it was like uh, there was there was always something really special in the final thing yeah. that you hadn't seen before. And that would give you a lot to talk about, you know, especially if you had a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think, you know, compared to at least in my memory, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But at least in my memory, like I do just does not measure up to a finale episode, you know? Yeah. And I think to take this long of a break, it didn't need to be as good as a finale, but it needed to be, like, like maybe half a finale, yeah. you know? Like, it needed to hit some of that. It needed to really give us something. It really needed to, like, shock us somehow or give us something really yeah, I think memorable. I think not in Portland or Flashes would have been a better if they could have gone to seven or eight. Yeah, it would have been a nicer break there, uh, you know. But uh, but they didn't. Yeah, like it's it's like it's kind of just. Uh, or even know, even of, ending on cost of living with Echo dying might have been nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I think, and then and then they leave us with we're next, you know. So then we right. say, oh wow, we're next. Oh geez. Yes, that actually it would have made that. It would have made that seem more interesting yeah. <laughs> if that was the end of a whole section of the show, mm-hmm. you know, because I think at the time you go to the next episode and it's like, <laughs> you know, yeah. no one really acknowledges it. So it's like, so it's like, okay, like it doesn't seem like it's a big deal that you need to worry about right now. Yeah. You know? Whereas if you stopped, yeah, no, I totally agree. And that last episode, I mean, there was a lot of cool stuff in the last episode. You got Mikhail, you know, in the mm-hmm. Pearl, you got Juliet putting the signs up yeah yeah Yeah, echoes death i think i think you're right i think that would have been a much better episode to close out this this thing with yeah Um, because this i do i mean like the key thing is it's kind of um it's kind of a climax for the for the for the plot for the hydra the surgery you know the spinal surgery thing yeah yeah and i guess you could say that's what they've been building up to all season so like that's why they they but it but it becomes just kind of a 
just kind of a medical drama thriller episode and it's it's just not that yeah and, and it doesn't play yeah and and again yeah le- ending on cost of living with Juliet's, uh you know setting up this whole uh plan would have been way more interesting you know because we get the reveal oh wow uh ben wants jack to do the surgery he thinks god set this up you know right uh and then having Juliet uh do the whole uh videotape card thing which is like like we said last podcast one of the best moments on lost um yeah yeah and then like you said in introducing mikhail like this other new character he doesn't even he doesn't really seem like another so far we don't right. you know, we have no idea he's in a dharma station so mm-hmm. you know this is really weird um yeah, and then and then we get get to see Smokey be be a different kind of uh, entity than we've seen before, you know, yep. in totality. And yeah, that would have been a lot more interesting to end there. And then come back with the slow build of, you know, uh, I do uh, Kate's little backstory here, the surgery for Ben. Um, yeah, that would have been nah. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wish they had done that. I mean, I, I, I think I think uh, I would have felt less frustrated. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ending it here just feels like kind of a cheap cliffhanger. You know, I, I, I would rather it's not a mystery that they're ending on. Yeah. You know? And I think that's the frustration for me. It's like I would rather end with a mystery than just like, will they get out of this or not? You know, because it's like. Yeah, they're gonna get out of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's, I feel like it's a foregone conclusion. Like I'm never really worried that they're not gonna get out of this. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, if you don't have that, then then like why do you care? And also, we get to see like Juliet's the thing she sets up. We get to see it play out, and I feel like seeing it play out is less interesting than the introduction of the idea yeah because he doesn't kill ben on the table exactly <laughs> that was just what we want to see exactly yeah yeah and so just that that whole plan just kind of fizzles out what was and, it uh, oh it was the uh the sack the kidney sack i remember that yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. the uh the uh the dural sack dural sack yeah yeah oh was. no it's dural sack i remember that whole thing he loves he loves him some dural sack yeah they always talked about the dural sack. Sack. <laughs> i don't know why they were obsessed with that <laughs> and another thing uh i remember about i do at the time um which lingers and that we briefly referenced last episode is that it features uh, TV's Nathan Fillion. Ah, yes. Which I have to say at the time was, was quite hyped. I mean, I remember people like, Ooh, Nathan Fillion's gonna, you know, didn't give a shit. Didn't know who it was. Mm -hmm. Didn't care. It was like, okay, who's that? Like I had never seen Firefly. I'd never seen anything that he was in. Yeah. So it just meant, I mean, he's guest star of the week. Who cares? Get over yeah. it. Yeah. You know? And the character he plays is not interesting. Not you at know? all. It's a, it's a boring, thankless part, and he can do so much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? He is awesome in Firefly. Like, I totally understand now why people were so excited back then. Yeah. Because, um, cause, you know, but it, but the part matters. Like, he can't, he can't make a boring part suddenly become interesting. Mm-hmm. You know? 
he plays it like it's written, you know. He's just a cop who, you know, uh, falls in love with Kate under false pretenses. Yeah, get in line. Oh, yeah, get in exactly. <laughs> Take a number. <laughs> yeah, and so it's just, I don't know. But that that's something that really stands out to me about this episode because it's, um, it's, it's something that I, I see really differently now than I did at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. He did, uh, yeah, after seeing Firefly later, definitely, I, like you said, you realize why the everyone was kind of hyping it. But uh, as the show aired, um, yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, it, it was just a mystery watching him in this episode. It was like, what? why were people so excited about this guy? <laughs> like... <laughs> I can't tell the difference between this guy and, like, you know, the guy who plays Locke's boss or, you know, like, they're all just kind of background characters that, you know, don't really, aren't really very interesting. Yeah. You know, so it's just, I I, I didn't really get it. It's like, I thought the psychic was better, you know? Oh, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) If we're going to go to, like, random background characters, like... I, I I would take that guy. Yeah. Or, you know, more obvious ones, like Jack's dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't call him a background character. Okay, I got, maybe that's excessive. Maybe that's yeah. excessive. You need... Uh, you know, yeah. somebody who's in one episode, you know. Right, um, right. Yeah. The, uh, the, the, the nun, Aisha Hines, in, in the last episode. Uh, oh, yeah. The living, that's a good one. Like, yeah, she had done. one. I think she had one scene. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, you know, and it's just like, yeah, she was great. But it's more interesting, and I think it carries over like that. That, um, that that way she yells at Echo to confess. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's a really nice transition, and you think like Smokey knows about that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> And like he's totally using it, but I you don't really get it at the time. It feels it feels more thematic, you know. It feels like not like Smokey's exploiting it, but like he's just he's just using Echo's like um what's the word? He's just he's just using the way he like understands morality, mm-hmm. you know, to communicate with him. And so if he's going to judge him, he's going to use his sort of uh language is um belief system yeah yeah exactly but i didn't really think of it as open you know manipulation but yeah now you can totally see it and like there, there's something there's something just a, a bit like you you can see it's it's a little bit unnerving like the the idea of this religious authority figure like commanding you to go confess to like the leg guy in the booth you know mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> I, you know it's just i it's it's unsettling a bit and i and and the way she plays it is is very um uh you know there's there's no warmth there like it's really intense yeah and so well, yeah catholic I, I, I nuns definitely... i think that's where they get the stereotype from yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, in one scene, she makes more of an impact than yeah. you know Nathan Fillion, who has a whole slew. Well, of and, I, and, I, and part of that, I think, is because 
I don't think I mean, well, you know, we're about to rewatch the episode, but you know, uh, Kevin doesn't matter. You yeah, know, Nathan Fillion's character. That's part of why it his character doesn't really uh, leave a big impression. Is um, it, he just doesn't matter in the long run. You know, it doesn't come back to Kate. You know, going. You know, oh, you know, Smokey's not going to use this marriage against Kate. Right. You know, uh, in any sense. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, this is the first of a thing they were doing this season, which I would say is ultimately a stalling tactic. But you might say it's revealing things about the characters. Um, there, there were these mysteries that the characters had carried around with them for a while, mm-hmm. and um, they were uh, uh, Jack's tattoos, notoriously. Yeah. Um, Locke's how Locke lost the use of his legs, mm-hmm. and Kate's marriage. Yeah. because she, <laughs> at some point, she mentions that she was married. Yeah. And and that becomes a pseudo mystery. I mean, I can't say I ever really cared about it, but I do remember that there was a certain desire from some, at least, to know like what happened with Kate's marriage. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, that's what they're doing in the first part of season three, like the first half or so. Like they they hit those things. Like okay, we've got some we've got some character like mysteries that we can we can resolve and that'll that'll kill some time Mm -hmm. you know like that's what it feels like well they're like here's some questions we can answer yeah exactly that won't ruin anything yeah 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 because we can't answer the important questions yet because we don't have an end date yeah yeah we don't know you know so we can't pace ourselves if we give answers now we don't know if we have to go on for eight more seasons you know It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a problem. Yeah, you know. So, um, yeah, it's like harmless answers, I guess. It gives you the sense that you're getting answers, but they're not really big ones. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say the lock one is the biggest of the three. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know, well, and that actually matters. Uh, it it not only ties into his character arc. Um, not only is it interesting on its own, but it ties into, really ties into his backstory better, uh, and actually matters in the long run, you know, and it actually comes back later when, when, um, when Locke's dad shows back up. Right, right, which is, which is that episode, Mm -hmm. you know, at the end. So I think, I guess that's another thing they did in that episode is they tied it in. Yeah. You know, the, the reveal is tied in with a current story on the island and that's what echoes thing did as well yeah um and i think it usually works better when they do that i kind i feel like another thing about this is that kate's story doesn't tie in very clearly with what's going on on the island Mm -hmm. you know except for it's another story about kate running you know and then she's gonna try to run again and it's just like okay but like we've seen that before yeah you know they did an episode called born to run they don't need to show another episode where she like tries to settle down, but then just runs away. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like that. It I don't could have been a different version of that. Well, I guess they consider this a different version. You know, I think they do, but I mean, to me, it's not really. 
it's it, it is a different version, but it's not telling us anything new. Yeah. You know, like we could have predicted that it was something like this. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't inform the on island story much because again it's showing us character traits we already knew about. Yeah. So I think that part's weak, and I think Jax is weak for a similar reason. Like the tattoos don't really tell us much about him that we didn't already know. Yeah. And they also don't inform the on island story going on either, and they try to parallel it with Juliet's. Uh, oh no! You know. Yeah. Oh, the tattoo yeah. that should never have been referenced. The marking that they never mention again. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for the day, you know. I was like, oh, the day will come when Juliet will talk about I got this mark, and you know, it'll 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 somehow come into play. But no, <laughs> they preferred to pretend like that never happened. <laughs> Yeah. Because it was just, I mean, that whole storyline was just uh, just a fail. I mean, it was really bad. What a disaster. Widely considered the low moment of the series. For sure. And, uh, but uh, the upside is that, as they've said many times, that was uh, the key episode they used to argue to ABC that they needed an end date. Mm hmm. So. <laughs> You that's know. really that's a funny idea. Listen, guys, this episode is so bad that this will prove that we need an end date because we're just gonna give you more stuff like this. That's that's what they said. They were like, "Look, if we don't get an end date, we're gonna have to do more episodes like this." Yeah, that's really funny. <laughs> and because we can't progress the story, and so we're gonna have to dig up crap like this, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, and it worked. <laughs> And getting it, getting the end date was a big deal, you know. So even if it's a bad episode, it really it was good for the show, I think. Mm-hmm. So I can I can appreciate it on that like meta level, <laughs> if not the episode itself. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's nice to know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not looking forward to uh, what was that? Stranger in a Strange Land. Stranger in a Strange Land. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, me either. But uh, it's coming up. It is quickly. <laughs> yeah, yep. I remember Stranger Strange Land. Trinity is dead. I remember some not liking a lot of elements in those episodes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, really, really that that kind of middle part of season three. You know, I guess in my mind the first part of season three was horrible, but you know, it's not the these first six. I think it's the no. next few. Yeah. Uh, that that really left a bad taste in my mouth, in my in my mind mouth. <laughs> but yeah, I I agree. I mean, I think I think it's it's that period that is the the worst um but then they come back with the lock episode they tease you with that for a while there's expose in there the Mm -hmm. infamous expose um and then there's there's some other stuff in there left behind i think by the time we get to left behind and one of us uh i mean this is really when juliet is starting you know she's becoming really awesome and and really interesting uh yeah and really taking a i think in a in a kind of um, in in the sort of architecture of the show, taking over some of the stuff from Kate, you know, 
kind of filling that that role a bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. And she ends up with Sawyer. Mm -hmm. Oops. So that seems to (laughs) confirm what you're saying. Yeah. It was like, well, Sawyer can't have real Kate, so she can have new Kate. (laughs) New Kate. New Kate's blonde. Uh, yeah, that reminds me. I was listening to our um, our uh, was it further instructions podcast? I forget mm-hmm. which one it was, but we were looking wow. at the um, we were listening to the next time on Lost. Remember, we used to we used to watch the ABC promos for next time on Lost. Oh, we did. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, and then so we long. Would, I don't even remember that. Yeah, and then we would talk about what we thought was going to happen, and and usually oh. what we realized was the American cut of that was usually worse than the Canadian cut of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the American cut was literally just Pickett yelling at Sawyer and Kate, do you love him? Do you love him? Do you love him? You know, and it was literally just that. Right. You know, uh, and the and the Canadian version was like way more subdued and more about the main plot line. But we were <laughs> we were trying to figure out, well, is it who is he even talking to? Who do you who is he saying do you love? Mm-hmm. You know, like um so that whole thing of uh Sawyer and Kate and this whole idea of their romance, uh uh that just you know having him end up with uh with Juliet, you know, it's really interesting that they were trying to, you know, it, it's weird when shows kind of they want to have the couple of the show uh, you know, Jate or what was the Sawyer Kate? Skate. Skate. Oh jeez. Yep. Um I don't think that works, but okay. Um, that's what that's what they picked. I can't, picked. you know. Yeah. What can uh, I say? The skaters it were. Been, uh... It have been Kate Year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it when one name gets more than the yeah. other day. I don't like it when it's imbalanced. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. But they, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's easier. A it's easier. Yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one to do. But um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they got to call themselves skaters. It, yeah, they love that. Oh, jeez, I'm a skater. I'm a skater. Okay. I'm a jader. Jader skater. You're a hater. <laughs> I like Darth Vader. <laughs> and I'm a fan of Bill Hader. <laughs> and I'm going to the theater. Is that work? <laughs> That's a stretch. <laughs> The theater. <laughs> I want a potater. Oh wow, we're really gonna go there. Uh, All right. Uh, uh, I don't like to debate her. <laughs> I'm Jewish. Come to my seder. Nice. Um. Uh. uh um <laughs> how long is this gonna go on? Uh uh she's cool, I wanna date her. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna go until somebody runs out. <laughs> but I'm already done. There's Mayor. I, I think I think I'm out. I think I'm yeah, out. The things Mayor. that are coming to mind are really stupid now. Yeah, yeah. Um if they weren't already. I need to buy a cheese grater. 
Um... <laughs> I'm making some cake baiter. Like, yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> what what's cake bater? Oh it's mispronouncing oh. batter. I got it. <laughs> okay, we can just mispronounce words now. Yeah, no, we'll just say words that have nothing to do with it. <laughs> cake bater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh man. Oh, and then of course see you later. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Alligator. Nice. There we go. Okay, now we can stop. Okay. <laughs> That's our closer. All right. On that note, let's get into the episode. Um, Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I think we're done. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, man. All right. So let's get our players ready. If you're going to sync up and watch with us, we'll get ready for the countdown. All right. Let me know when you're ready. I am, uh, one second, just got to click this here, I'm, hold on, <laughs> so close, okay, You're Raider. now I'm, now I'm <laughs> <laughs> yes, all right, here I'm we go, Raider. five, four, three, two, one. The spinal surgeon fell out of the sky. You know, it's funny because later he says God can't even see this island, but then it's like God set up this spinal surgeon. Classic Jack line. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know what to... uh, Everything Ben does is so manipulative. I don't know what he really believes. Yeah. So this it seems is a like classic both of them op- could be manipulations. Neither. I yeah. don't. This is a classic lost opening. Yeah. Where it's like, who is it? And then... Yeah. It's not a surprise, right? I my favorite is when they do it and they like have someone. They try to make him do a voice, you know, like. Uh, yeah, when she. Oh, hey Jack, welcome home. <laughs> and they cut to the person and they're not doing the voice anymore. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's like what happened. And they did that with Ben too, and the when when they revealed that Saeed's working for him. Like she's obviously wearing a wig. That's the weird thing. Yeah. I guess they want they needed her hair to be different in the past. Yeah, they had to wig it up. I don't know why exactly. Put the hairband on. It's like yeah, that's that's how you hold the wig in place. <laughs> oh, that's a wig holder. Mm-hmm. Here's a bit of a fake out too. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, she doesn't seem really concerned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What? TV's Nathan Fillion. <laughs> I like how you say TV's Nathan Fillion as if he's a movie star. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Poor Sawyer. Like, Wait, why is he so sad, though? I don't remember. 
Well, Ben just showed him they're not on the main island. Oh, that was it. That's that what was it. Talking. Right, so he feels hopeless because they can't escape. Yeah. Oh, he knows. Yeah. You know, I think I just realized her her cage doesn't have this setup, the fish biscuit machine. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't a polar bear cage. They were only uh, teaching the polar bears that game in that cage. But not yeah. The Maybe they taught some of them the game and some of them not for control. Some of them just had to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had to watch. Which means I can fix it easily. Yeah, exactly. This means that means it's my specialty. Haven't you seen my flashbacks? I'm gonna fix you. <laughs> I'm gonna fix the shit out of you. Boombox. <laughs> I want my jams. He's like, I can make that happen. <laughs> Did I mention the time machine? Yeah. See, there's this box. <laughs> nice. I love Jack. I love Mad Angry Jack. He's uh, great. He's good at that. Yeah, when he starts smiling like that. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing the papers against Throwing the force paper. fields. Force fields. <laughs> you're you're lucky this force field's here. Yep. <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he got the last word there. He really did. Nice one, Jack. Uh, yeah, no, I it's I think that's something Matthew Fox really excels at. Mhm. Yeah, he's great when he's on the edge. Yeah. Uh, when he's like about to lose it or he's really frustrated. Which is good cuz Jack is often in that state. Yep. I got a starship to get back to. <laughs> I was just thinking of how to make this fit. <laughs> yeah, I got a shit. I got a delivery uh, off world. Um. <laughs> like he's undercover too. Yeah. <laughs> Clasping. The claspy things that clasp. Mm-hmm. The snappy things that snap. Yeah, pretty fast. It's been like uh, five minutes. <laughs> Monica! 
Yeah. Her real name's Monica. That's a reveal. It is. <laughs> she's been lying this whole time. Um, nice try, Monica. Yeah, she's from Friends. She's Monica from Friends. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> wow. She's like, I got an expensive apartment to get back to. That's really all impressive my, makeup. And I guess... It's all of my dot, 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 friends. <laughs> Man, Courtney Cox is in a lot of makeup there. You really can't tell it's her. I can tell. <laughs> well, you're a bigger fan than me. <laughs> no! Liar! Liar! You break the rocks and he hauls them. Yeah, I she watch it. Uh, yeah. I get so annoyed by that. It doesn't matter, but it's just like, why couldn't they get that right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if the script was wrong or if she just said the line wrong. Yeah, it could go either way. That's a good question. Might be answerable. Yeah, I think so. I'll add it to the list of questions. <laughs> it's a long list. And they're not going to remember Mr. Echo. Mm-hmm. You just got Saeeded. <laughs> He always knows when people are lying. Yep. Yeah, so here's where we know he knows. Yeah. Like the smoke monster. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's a little British right now. Yep. Yeah, Saeed always knows. So that 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 that's like being wrong about Echo died for a reason. Yeah. Like he's looking for a grand meaning to that and there really isn't one. Yeah. And also like speculating that the smoke monster brought them there. Yeah. Which is which is on the right track in a way. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the thing that bothers me about that, he's like, I just don't know what it is yet. I mean, it's not like he really troubles himself this. to think of, oh my god. <laughs> Wish he walked in with that slingshot. <laughs> it's just like, are you yeah. fucking kidding me? <laughs> Where is who? It's just they're having a standoff where she has a slingshot. It's yeah. It's just really hard to take that seriously. 
Well, she kind of has upper hand because he isn't going to shoot her. So it's almost like he doesn't have a gun, but it, just the visual is ridiculous. Yeah. And a slingshot, you know. Because she fires the rock and then it's like, so, ow! So, like, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> it's just not really a serious weapon. So, they're building... Okay, so they're building the airport runway. Mm-hmm. And... I guess they were just saying they had two weeks to do it, and now it's got to be faster? Oh, no, yeah. no, no. Or is, are they saying it was going to be two weeks before Ben's surgery? I, I, I'm kind of confused on which they're talking about. Oh, that's a good question. Actually, now I don't know. You've I, I think it may me. be the surgery, because there's no way they could do this in two weeks. Yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe you're right. Actually, I think it is the surgery because that's what Ben originally said to Kate at the breakfast. Like, the next two weeks are going to be very unpleasant, which makes me think that he planned for that whole thing to play out in two weeks. Yeah. And it's moved up because Jack saw the x-rays. Yeah. And he did the x-rays a week ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. Pop on that bag. How can I run out of this? Hmm. That's a weird line. Yeah. It's a lie detector test. What's your real name? Yeah, she was missing something in that neck area. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty empty. This is the sort of trumped-up sentimental object Mm -hmm. that that can symbolize the uh, relationship. Yeah, that's the technical uh, storytelling term. Yeah. Ouch! Yeah. He said that you don't run. Are that. Yeah. You bowed your vows? You bowed your vows? Nobody ever says that. What kind of... Is this is that a joke? Like, have a wedding? You bowed your vows? Your vows were vowed. <laughs> Are you vowed about it? <laughs> I'm vowed about it. It was kind of a weird 
ceremony. Like they cut the traditional yeah. stuff and just had the priest sum up like the vowel yeah. part. They wanted to go fast. Yeah. You know, Jack hasn't asked about them since they got taken, right? True. That's kind of weird. It is weird. But that goes to Jack's uh, weird turn this season where he kind of looks out for himself a little more. Mm-hmm. Watch the force field. <laughs> You can you can see that line right through the force field. It's kind yeah. of the effect. Then watch you from the monitors. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what's gonna happen. That's Jack's lying face. <laughs> cage, 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 cage. Yep. Runway. Yeah. Or the aliens. Don't explain too much. Now, Sawyer's hauling rocks. <laughs> You're breaking them. <laughs> Quit lying, Kate. Yep. They would what? See, it's a really interesting leverage here because they could say, they could just tell Jack, if you don't do it, we'll kill Kate. Right. But instead, they, they tell Kate will kill Sawyer, so she's got to go convince Jack. Mm -hmm. And I guess they just get a little bit, you know, you get this scene instead of Jack being threatened scene, which I guess is a is a little bit more interesting. I guess that's the idea, yeah. There's, there's more going on. But, you know, the weird thing is the threat to kill Sawyer comes from Pickett, and that's a result of Colleen... And that couldn't have been a part of the plan. No, I think I imagine Juliet just told Kate on the way about this, right? Isn't that yeah. what we're supposed to believe? Like Juliet tells mm -hmm. her, "We want Jack yeah. to get surgery and we'll kill Sawyer." Yeah. So I don't, I don't think it's the picket thing at all. You don't think they mean picket? No, no, no. I think, I think this is the leverage because Jack said, "No, I won't do the surgery." So this is their leverage to get Jack to do it. They tell Kate, "We'll kill Sawyer. You need to go convince Jack to do it." Okay. Yeah, I think it's separate from the Pickett thing. Okay. I guess it's just weird that Pickett's, like, threatening to kill Sawyer, and 
you know, he tells Ben he wants to kill Sawyer, or Juliet talks to Ben about it, and he's like, well, he's going to have to wait, you know, and, like, it just, and then, like, no, we're going to kill Sawyer, not Pickett, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I don't know. It seems like the idea comes from Pickett, even if he's not the one that's going to do it, which, you know, if they're going to kill him, they might as well let Pickett do it. Yeah, it might be like that. Like, we'll just let Pickett kill Sawyer then. Yeah. I always love Kate fake shopping at the grocery store. <laughs> she does that a lot. I want juice box! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this. Yep. Agent Mars. Mars! No sci-fi. <laughs> Wow, I do not get that reference. Ascension? The Feast of Ascension? Yeah. It was something I learned about when I was in Switzerland. They take the day off. It's what? some Catholic thing. It's a Catholic thing, okay. Yeah. Somebody ascended. You know who this guy reminds me of? Now that I, I just he did some little acting moves there. He reminds me of uh, Dean Norris. Uh, you know, what's the name of Breaking Bad? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Hank, yeah. Hank, yeah. There's something with this, something he's, he's doing there. I see what you mean. I see what you mean. He's kind of a Hank type. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I think he's pretty good. He's not one of the greatest, like, recurring back flashback characters but i i do like that guy. as an actor he's good yeah his his character is not that interesting yeah we ate him <laughs> <laughs> that burger jack hat yeah that was a sawyer burger <laughs> it was so good a little snarky but While we're listening to make sure our plane is working. Imploded. Imploded. God damn it. And plus, we don't want it on the show forever. Good point. Oh, God. <laughs> really? Dean, that's telling the audience, hey, guys, there's a reason he died. Yeah. It was part of a plan. But they never... 
I mean, they don't talk about this. This is something that happens a lot, you know? Like, they bring up things like they're open questions, and then they really never seem to wonder about them again. Uh-oh. 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 Oh, wait. Is this the reason? This is the reason. <laughs> Maybe this is the reason. Lift up your eyes and look north. I, I, I'd like to think the other side of that stick just said, like, remember to buy bread. <laughs> it's like something really mundane. Yeah, that would, uh, that would be an interesting part of the Bible. Yeah, I mean they are they are connecting his death to Pickett, but that's not part of this leverage to get Jack to do it. I, I don't know. I, I gotta I have to really think about that off uh, podcast because I think they're just mixing the two together. Yeah, I mean uh, I do yeah. think it's I do think it's like okay if, if you don't do the surgery, we're gonna kill Sawyer, but the person who's gonna kill him is Pickett because Pickett wants to do it. But if Pickett, Pickett wanted to do it already, yeah, but but if Pickett wasn't gunning to kill Sawyer, I still think they would threaten Sawyer's life. You know? Or yeah, or maybe like, or maybe that's the difference. Yeah. Is they maybe would have just threatened Kate's life if Pickett wasn't already gunning for Sawyer. Maybe that's, that's... what I'm saying. Like okay. I'm thinking the idea came from Pickett. Mm-hmm. Well I don't think the idea I mean it's Ben's plan. But you're saying First to for it to be Sawyer specifically that they threaten. Uh-huh. As opposed to Kate. But yeah, I think I think they're just writing it so that, you know They're keeping the, the conflict with, converge. Yeah, and they're keeping the conflict with Pickett. They're yeah. making that make sense. They're escalating it basically so that it ties into Jack's plot now. Yeah. He's like, I know what this is for. <laughs> well, they didn't even wait till the night to have this conversation. Because Pickett was like, you better tell her tonight. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty convenient that she can just hop out of her cage. Yeah. But I guess we kind of learned that the others know, or Ben knows, what's going on here. And so I yeah. guess he's okay with it since they're stuck on the island, the mini island anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is... I, uh... I, thought, I thought Sawyer would have figured out they're watching, you know, when... When they turn, you know, when they turned off the electricity in the machine, mm -hmm. the fish biscuit machine, like he should have realized, oh well, they they saw me setting this up. That's why they turned it off. Not just coincidentally, they turned it off. Yeah, yeah. Now you're right. 
I'm going to forget your face. (laughs) (laughs) I remember them saying this episode, like, Kate's going to make a choice. Yeah. And it's like, it's funny because it, it, yeah, she makes a choice, but it doesn't really last. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Not oceanic. I know. That's not Australia. Passport. That I have to leave you. Oh, yeah, Miami. Right. Oh, that's weird. That's where Juliet was. Mm hmm. Could have done a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it might not have been at the same time. She's been on the island for a while. Wow, Sawyer's really sad and vulnerable. I was just gonna say, yeah, he he's he's doing the he's doing the stereotypical female part of this, like after the intimacy, like okay, now reassure me of what yeah. I just had sex. Uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, and she doesn't really. Yeah, she does him. the stereotypical man part of just like not answering. Kiss, kiss. Yep. How's that? How's that? I'll shut you up. Now this. Oh, right. Yeah, that that intercom, whatever they say, that shit works. It's staticy McStatic. <laughs> ah, right. Right, right, right. God, I, I yeah, I forgot how, exactly how this played out. Who was that on the intercom? What will we find out? (laughs) Keep looking, Jack. Oh, no. Look some more. Where are you going? Oh, he missed it. Trying to get some guns. 
Only one? I would have taken like three guns. Mm-hmm. It's enough others for three. Oh, he comes back. Yeah, he got it. He got it. Yeah, so if I remember right, this is set up for him to see that. Mm-hmm. Because that shot is uh, <laughs> right on. Hmm? Like, now Jack's not supposed to care about Kate, so he won't do the surgery. But then Jack does the opposite of this. Yep. <laughs> what? Yep. Which is which I think is supposed to be what Ben wants. I don't get why. Um, it's a good question. I don't understand why either. It's almost like Ben 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 is just a master of reverse psychology. Yeah. Something like that. Like if he would have said, Yeah, I knew Kate would have been with Sawyer, then Jack would have been like, Oh no, I'm not gonna do it. Right. So he, he offers to get him off the island. And yeah. so this is that subplot I was talking about earlier where like Jack's gonna leave the island by himself. Mm-hmm. And that was something that bothered me. What, but I guess showing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Jack, I, I always thought that was strangely selfish. Like he did say, "Oh, I'll come back for you guys," you know, but it was just, I don't know, the idea that he would be willing to just leave them all there bothered me, you know. But I guess we're supposed to believe that uh, somehow, without Kate, if Kate's with Sawyer, then he's not attached to staying there and so he's like I, I think yeah i mean i think we're supposed to believe that he's is she pregnant i can't tell what happened i guess yes she's not pregnant oh she's not yeah the the thing means no okay. but she was worried that she might be because of what she's about to do i think that's what's going on here i assume jack wasn't being 100% selfish, but the idea he would get off the island and then send the authorities back. Right. Yeah, he's not 100% selfish because he is going to help Kate and Sawyer escape. Um, but he still was going to try to leave the island by himself. Or if, maybe, yeah. maybe that's his gambit, though. Maybe he's just saying that. I don't know. I mean, it seems like he's getting on the sub until, you know, Locke shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. It was convincing to me. <laughs> me a baby oh dear uh oh it's Fonica <laughs> <laughs> and now you can see why I changed it to Monica <laughs>
it's strange because they could have had the same storyline be about the the uh, uh, Marshall Mars closing in on her, and that be the reason she needs to leave this life. Yeah, but they specifically have her call, and he's like, "If you stay there, I won't come get you." Yeah. Anyway, that's so weird. So it's like she just has to run so much that it doesn't matter if she could have. Yeah, it's like he's like, "Okay, I'll give you what you want because I know that's the last thing you want." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's really strange. <laughs> Love indignant Jack. Oh. I didn't need the backstory, okay? Just just tell me yes or no. Oh this just so this is such a huge scene. Yeah. What was that he used to do? I don't know. I missed it. Oh, damn. <laughs> it was either music or pray. I don't, I forgot. I don't remember what, what he said. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> don't try to kill me, okay? <laughs> So if you took her on last night, but that was Alex on the intercom. So that means Ben made Alex get on the intercom. Yeah, that's what it seems like. Before they took her back, I guess. Yeah. That's really weird. But she's still going to be there in the next episode, so uh, well, she's, she's got her outrigger. or something. She's got her little outrigger. Yeah, okay, maybe she just rode back. Later, y'all. Yeah, and this is really weird because, you know, we're coming off of Juliet with the with the video and the cards and the mm-hmm. whole idea of is Jack going to, you know, uh, go along with this conspiracy to kill Ben. But then Jack's, you know, they're like we were just saying, it's in a really – it's really convoluted how they've even gotten to this point here. So, so yeah. it's not just as simple as is Jack going to – uh-oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Everyone with you on Jacob's list. Oh my god. god. Oh my god. So on Jacob's list. That shit blew my mind. Uh, so that's and the first mention of Jacob. That's the that's first, the first ever mention of Jacob. It's Pickett. Pickett. Pickett gets to mention Jacob. God. They they were in that cage naked for like mm-hmm. overnight. Yeah. To the next day. Yeah. They weren't even concerned about pretending like, okay, well, let me get back in my cage. Mm-hmm. Nah. Wow. We're just chilling. <laughs> we got nothing better to do. Yeah, so the, my point was, Juliet doesn't know if Jack's going to go along with this. She doesn't really know what he's in it for because right. he didn't really respond to her. Or he responded by saying, I'm not going to do it. Right. The surgery. Right. There he goes. 
just gonna cut this here. Yeah, they're all sack cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds like I don't know what to do. Uh don't look at me. I'm not the leader anymore. <laughs> yeah, kidney sack. Kidney sack, okay. Wow, a whole hour. It's a long time to bleed out. It must have been a small cut. It always rains when there's drama. Yeah, it helps. Do her. Mm, yeah, this is that scene where Sawyer dies. <laughs> I remember that one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty sad. I never even met Colleen. <laughs> pick it up, pick it up. Yeah, see, this is weird. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, this is, this isn't, <laughs> this isn't part of Ben's plan. No. Yeah, that's the thing. They're killing Sawyer anyway. They're doing it anyway. And that's what he says, you know, like, Shepard wasn't on Jacob's list. Ben's losing it, so I don't care. I'm just going to oh, kill that's Sawyer right. anyway. That's right. oh, okay, okay, yeah. It's a, he makes a separate decision. Okay. Yeah. I remember this is a very walkie-talkie heavy season. Mm -hmm. And by the way, walkie-talkie is a really strange word. Yeah, it's really kitty. <laughs> Extremely. Like, is there not a better word for that? Oh, I really like this. I like when they bring up, like, old stuff like this. Yeah. Like, the pilot. <laughs> Yeah. Pretty old. <laughs> Which is weird because Julianne didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> 
So see, this is—it's weird because it's not it, lost. It's not Jack yeah. selfish. I'm gonna do this energy if you get me off the island. It's like that's what I was saying. It was his ruse for this part, but then yeah. later, you're right. He does <laughs> go as far as getting to the sub. So. Yeah, like once, I mean, the thing is, he uses it as leverage to get them safe, but once they're safe, he still does the surgery. Yeah, you know? yeah. And he still collects, at least tries to collect the, the payment for doing the surgery that Ben offered. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, you're right. He's not, he's not 100% selfish, no question. But I was just surprised because that just, it's not something I would expect Jack to do. Yeah. You know, given the type of character he is and the way he's, you know, almost besides from that, aside from that, he's consistently about like helping everyone get off the island. Mm -hmm. You know, even in season six, when he doesn't want to leave anymore, he's still like, I'm getting you off. Yeah. You know, so it's just, yeah, it was just hard for me to get behind like. His he's like, oh, Kate and Sawyer slept together, so now I'm just gonna leave everyone. Like, I, I just no, I never really... and, and see, I think that's the difference. Like, that's that's not what happened. I think he said, now that I'm now that this episode's over, I think it was Kate and Sawyer have slept together. They're serious about each other. I'm gonna make sure they get to safety. Now I really don't want Sawyer to die because that's yeah. really gonna hurt Kate. I think before. It wasn't clear how Kate felt about Sawyer because Kate just, well, I mean, you know, they just had that moment, you right. know, and it wasn't like they were a couple before they got captured. So I think that's what we're supposed to, I think that's Jack, Jack's internal thought process is, oh, this is proof that Sawyer is really important to Kate. Uh, not just, yeah, we're losties together, we're friends or whatever, but like, okay, they just slept together. So now I'm going to, now I have to make sure that they, that they get to safety. That makes sense. That makes sense. I, I yeah. It, but it's weird. It's a weird, the way it plays, it seems like it's opposite day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember another thing that bothered me about it at the time is they cut some lines. And so, like, when Jack's talking to Kate on the walkie-talkie, he only refers to her, mm -hmm. seemingly. I mean, he says you. And, you know, we have this problem in English that, like, you singular and you plural is the same. Yeah. Um, there were some cut lines from the scene where he says specifically Sawyer too, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but like, again, because of like what I'm imagining is jealousy about so Sawyer and Kate, I'm imagining he's like, oh, I'll save Kate, but eh, screw Sawyer. Like, I wasn't even sure, you know, like whether he intended to help Sawyer or not. It turns out he did, which is good, but I kind of wish they hadn't cut it that way because it left me, you know, <laughs> a couple of months, like, wondering if Jack was even more, like, you know, I don't know, strange than I thought already. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for wanting to leave him behind and then, and then, like, not helping Sawyer, but just helping Kate, like... But I mean, he's not really doing that. But it's just, I—it's an unfortunate product of the lines they cut and the ones they kept in. Yeah. You know, Kate, run. You know, it's you, you, you. You do this. You go to the beach and you tell me this. And that's like, like not a word about Sawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that was that was just something that bothered me. Yeah. But I think also it is weird that. I, I, 
it is weird that Juliet offered the idea of like he has to die on the operating table, but like Jack is like kind of doing that plan, but not really. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't say like you can let him die on the operating table, like and use it as leverage to like help. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's a kind of. I feel like Jack's the kind of person that, you know, under most circumstances, I mean, if 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 they give him what he wants, if they get Sawyer and Kate to safety, then he's gonna finish the surgery. Well, because you know? he's a doctor and he wants, you know, part of it I think is he wants to see if he can do it, and then part of it is he's a doctor, so he wants to heal him. Uh, yeah, and just Jack, you know, is is the kind of character that you know is. It's probably why he's a doctor. I mean, he's driven to fix things. Yeah. You know? So, so it's not really Juliet's plan, you know? But at the same time, like you said, it's kind of weird to, like, threaten to kill Ben in front of her. <laughs> yeah, because it's like her plan was to make it look like an accident. He he starts off that way. Like, he cuts the thing, and he could just say, oops, you know, I don't know what's happening, and I can't find the bleeding and just let him bleed out. Right. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. So it's a weird. It's it, it is strange. And Juliet's probably like, okay, is he going along with the plan? Is he augmenting the plan so his friends can get out? But he's still gonna kill Ben. Yeah. You know. So she does. She won't know until the next the next episode when he continues the surgery. But right. Yeah. It's kind of amazing how like there's the plan and then like the the alterations of the plan and then like what actually happens. Like mm. it's, it's quite convoluted. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's so weird that it's like, like you said, like the way he got in that operating room is like really, <laughs> really unnecessarily complicated. Yeah. And then it's like pick it there. You know, they send Kate in and they say, they're going to kill Sawyer if you don't do the surgery. And, uh, Eventually, he agrees to do the surgery, but then, like, uh, Pickett's just like, well, I'm just going to kill Sawyer anyway. Mm-hmm. And then he's, like, threatening Ben, but he doesn't even know that, like, Sawyer's life is in danger. It's really, yeah, it's really weird because they send Kate in to convince Jack to do the surgery. Kate's like, okay, if you don't do it, they're going to kill Kate. I mean, they're going to kill Jack. I mean, they're going to kill Sawyer. <laughs> wow. They're going to kill somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just keep naming names until I get it right. You'll get there eventually. They're going to kill Sawyer. And then Jack's like, okay, get her out of here. We're done. Which seems to suggest, okay, that's not the leverage. It's not going to work. Which is is strange on its own. Like, that's a strange thing to say. I'm going to kill one of your friends that that Kate cares about. You care Mm -hmm. about in general. Kate cares about specifically. Yeah. uh, To get you to do the surgery. And Jack's like, no, that's not going to work. And I guess yeah. maybe he's just being stubborn about being manipulated. He's like, okay, right. this is just another manipulation. I'm not going to go along with it. Yeah. But then Ben has Alex get on, you know, pretend like the door's just open for no reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jack sees Kate and Sawyer together. And somehow Ben knows that's going to get him to do it. Or at least he tries that. I guess, yeah. Maybe, maybe you were saying this earlier. Like, maybe the idea is that because he sees... Kate with Sawyer, he realizes how much Sawyer matters to Kate, and because he cares about Kate, now he's willing to do the surgery. Yeah, it's almost like they should have had... It's almost like 
they shouldn't have had the Kate trying to convince Jax of the surgery scene because that should have been enough because she was emoting like she cared about Sawyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's almost like they should have just said, you know, it should have been Jack, uh, Juliet or Ben saying, if you don't do the surgery, Jack, we're going to kill Sawyer. That's not enough. He doesn't like the manipulation, so he says no. Then right. Jack sees Kate and Sawyer together and then goes, oh, okay. So yeah. Kate gets about Sawyer, now I'll do it. But so it's but it's weird to have Kate verbalize what later Jack sees, you know, the sort of physical version of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's strange that that wasn't enough for her to be crying and pleading for him to do it. Right. That that didn't work. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. it's weird because it it. I don't know. I, mean, I think they wanted to have them. I think they wanted to have them reunite, you know, because they've they've spent this entire, um, you know, segment of episodes without Jack interacting with uh, Kate or Sawyer. Yeah. And so I think they wanted to have them uh, come back together and like be able to have a scene together before the end of this thing. Oh, you know what? I think I think this is the X factor. Because Jack says he won't do the surgery after Kate asks him to, that prompts Kate to go sleep with Sawyer because she thinks he's going to die. That's the X factor. Without oh. Jack, without Jack saying no, like if he had said yes in that scene, then mm-hmm. Kate wouldn't have had any reason to go sleep with Sawyer. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah so that's you're right. why. So that's the that's the crux of how that happens. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Hmm. So what I was going to say, so I wanted to get back to Pickett a little bit. Okay. Um, Pickett, Pickett? <laughs> because I, I am still just, you know, I mean, the moment is so quick when he's just like, Shepard wasn't even on Jacob's list, mm-hmm. you know, which, which, I don't know. It's like I guess he had no idea what the plan was here. Does he does he know Ben has cancer? Does he know Jack's a spinal surgeon? I mean, I mean, I, it's strange that it's like he shouldn't let him operate on him because he wasn't on this list, you know. Like, I, I don't really understand w- exactly what that what. So okay, then, then we got to go back to what Jacob's list is, right? So right. is it the list of people who to kidnap from the Losty camp, or mm-hmm. is it the list of candidates? So right. if it's the list of candidates, then it means basically the good people are people you can trust. Yeah. Um, which would make sense for what he's saying, like, okay, you're letting somebody who is untrustworthy. Uh. You're putting your life in the hands of someone who's untrustworthy. Therefore, your judgment, I'm calling your judgment into question. Right. I think that's what he's saying. But yeah. then later we find out that the list was just the list of people to, to, to kidnap, right? Yeah. Or am I remembering that wrong? I mean, okay. I, I, the problem is that there are, there, there are a lot of lists. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember the list. The list fiasco. They they get really. I think they get kind of confused about lists, and it's like some people make lists, and then there's Jacob's list, and Jacob has different lists, and you know maybe some of Jacob's lists are not really from Jacob, and like there's just there's so many. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's not the list of who to kidnap because Jack was on that list. That's why he got kidnapped, right? 
Yeah, so, right. Not but that, that wasn't Jacob's list. That, you're right. That wasn't Jacob's list. So it's got to be the candidate list he's talking That's about. That's like Ben's list or something. Yeah. So, yeah, more likely it's the can. I mean, I mean, it could have been, like, the original list of who to com- uh, kidnap, like, yeah. you know, the, when they were raiding the beach and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, if, if he's really not on it, because, I mean, he is on the candidate list. Yeah, because they, Mikhail said said uh yeah he talks about them being right. flawed the people who weren't They're on flawed the and that's why which is funny because they are on the candidate list to replace jacob because they're flawed exactly which which goes to show that mikhail has no idea what's even going on here he has a total misunderstanding of what jacob's about <laughs> oops like just the opposite which like on the one hand i want to say bullshit retcon on the other hand, you can say classic lost. Classic lost, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, God damn it, they win again. But I, I do think, I mean, since Pickett is such a boring character, um, you know, it's amazing that he's the one to bring up Jacob of all these characters that we've seen. Yeah. You know, like, he cares enough about Jacob that you know, it motivates one of his decisions, like what's on Jacob's list, mm-hmm. you know, um, his decision to kill Sawyer. And uh, I think that's kind of crazy. Um, but I, I, I have to say, uh, as far as this episode, like it was, it was pretty much what I remembered. Like it's, it, it is what it is. It's not bad. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but it isn't, I mean, there aren't a lot of good mysteries, <laughs> you know, lift up your eyes and look north. Like that kind of means nothing at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, what are we supposed to do with that? You know? Yeah. And the, pl- the place where that goes doesn't even make sense to me. Yeah. I remember that being weird. Yeah. It's like, and is that, are we really meant to believe that that's why Echo died? Like, <laughs> We know why Echo died. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But, like, at the time, I mean, they, they have Loxay in two different scenes. Like, Echo died for a reason. We don't know what it is yet, but I want to find out, you know? Yeah. And so it just it makes me think they're supposed to, there's supposed to be a follow-up to that, and it seems like that's the closest thing they ever do to a follow-up. Yeah. You know? So... Is that what it is? I don't know. But the Jacob thing was the thing that really sustained me. I I bet everything on it. I was like, that Jacob thing, goddammit, that's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. The others are going to be interesting because they follow this weird character named Jacob. Yeah, and it and, was weird to be like, you think Ben is the high, you know, the, the leader, the high, the, the top of the hierarchy here, and then we we get this Jacob reference. It's like, oh, what? There's somebody else? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, like, he's got lists. And, you know, we know about, like, some of the lists from season two. So the list thing is already somewhat established. Yeah. You know? And so it, like, adds this layer to the others that so far they've been more boring, but this gives them a little, a few points in the more interesting column. Yeah. You know? 
And the fact that Pickett says it makes him a little bit more interesting than he was before. Mm-hmm. And so I I really appreciated that they put that in. It's a small thing. It's one line. But in terms of the whole show, it's uh, quite significant. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a huge moment in terms of the long-term plan. Um, and so it's very strange to see it because it feels very casual mm-hmm. the way they put it in. You know, it doesn't feel like... This is going to be integral to the overall story of the show, the final season, like the ultimate answers Yeah. when it comes to Lost, you know. This well, guy, the reason why they're there. What's interesting, too, is if I'm not – like none of the people on Jacob's list in terms of like the list of people who to kidnap from the plane crash and bring to the others, none of them are candidates. Right. So he's really confusing what that even means. You know, for whatever reason, Jacob wants the candidates to not be part of the others. Right. Which is crazy, you know, for the, for, (laughs) yeah, to have a group of people who follow him and they're not any, none of them are the chosen ones. None of them are are as important as the people who he he wants to be left alone. Right. You know, but, but he doesn't also sort of instruct the others to not threaten these people, right? Right, right. So, That's, yeah, so, one of my still, big complaints. Yeah, he's still kind of in that. I think it's somewhat part of the the whole bet that he has with Man in Black. Like, it's he doesn't he he he, he wants them to be left to their own devices. He he doesn't want them to be part of the others because that group is has specific things they're doing. Uh, and I guess they're maybe more insulated from Man in Black, at least, at least for the reason that they can be behind the the sonic fence at the at the at the barracks uh right. and sort of be protected from his influence but but yeah it's really interesting that they i swear it's like the others are the worst depicted group in storytelling <laughs> history they completely misunderstand why they're following who they're following um they 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 don't understand you know they'll follow anyone who's the leader They'll do whatever anybody says. They don't understand Jake. It's, it's just so strange how they really got almost everything wrong. Yeah. Because it's really the fact that he's not on – the fact that Jack isn't on Jacob's list is a good thing. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, they don't really understand. It, it, it makes me uh... – it makes me wonder something that I never really thought about because it doesn't really matter. And it's just kind of a weird hypothetical question, but like, I, I think most of the others die uh, in season six from mm-hmm. um, Widmore's like random missile attacks. Yeah. The, 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 the war that was coming. Yeah. Yeah. He just brought some like missiles to fire. Like, okay, whatever. Um, uh, so I get the impression they're mostly dead, but if they had lived and sort of survived as a group and there's the Jacob successor, you know, like eventually it ends up being Hurley. Like, would they worship Hurley? Like, would they adopt him as their new leader? You know, like, I just wonder, I wonder if they would be willing to accept a replacement for Jacob. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's almost... A non-starter because the only reason to have a group of people following Jacob is because of the bet. Mm-hmm. You know, so if there is no bet, there's no need to. No need to have the people. There's no need to have the people. 
And yeah. I was just thinking that, um, but I mean, to answer your question, just hypothetically, I think, I think, yeah, they would, especially if Hurley could demonstrate or could say, yeah, well, Jacob put me in charge now and he's dead and, you know, I can prove it. You know, I have powers. Um, but what I was going to say is I wonder if the others sort of structurally represent, you know, either the audience or, you know, characters in general who misunderstand what they see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're the embodiment of this idea. We even talk about a perspective and misplaced meaning. And they all end up dying because of it. And I, I wonder if that's their main idea behind the others. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's definitely a huge part of it. You know, they're not the people who, who are right about anything. They're the people who are almost right. the most wrong. They're basically like Locke. You know, mm -hmm. they're a group of people who do what Locke does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. who they take things, they, they misinterpret what they see. They, they let other people decide their fate. Uh, they want more. They, in a sense, they want more than what's there at face value. Um, yeah, I, I, I almost want to pose that question to Carlton and Damon. It's like, is that the main idea of the others? It's like, you know, they represent the audience or something who is misinterpreting what's happening and will be confused by the show, you know, right. which is the same as kind of like dying, quote unquote, dying or something. You know, yeah. not not understanding what we're seeing, um, which is you know not a theory you could have years ago watching the show because you think the <laughs> others make sense and they're important and they they have yeah. some semblance of uh, being correct about their belief system, but it's really the opposite. Right. I think the wild card there is is Richard. Um, uh, I guess I guess he's separate from most of the others. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I, I, like, Dogen had a little bit of this too, but, you know, from Richard's flashback, like, he knows a lot of these, like, fundamental facts that mm -hmm. most others, uh, seemingly don't know, and I guess, like, if Richard doesn't share them, then, you know, then they, then nobody knows but him, you know, but Richard is the one who supposedly, I mean, that's his job, according to Jacob, like, he meets directly with Jacob, and, Jacob gives him the lists that he takes to the others and so so and you know he's involved with the others so I mean there there is some kind of some kind like they are sometimes getting things directly from Jacob and you know Richard has a real connection with him that they showed you know Jacob gave him this ability to live uh forever quote unquote um, but the thing about Richard is that although he does have this knowledge and this special connection to Jacob and so on, and he's unique among the others, he did not know about the candidates. And he's not the leader of the others. And he's not the leader. I, I almost want to, again, try to figure out the, his, the structural, like, big picture thing uh, Richard represents. You know, something like he represents you know, knowledge over time and the others represents misinterpreting that knowledge over time or something, you know, cause he's, he's literally the same over time. Right. Mm -hmm. And what he knows about Jacob doesn't change over time yet. The people right. who come in contact with him and, 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 and get knowledge from him. Uh, it's almost like, you know, like a book or the Bible, mm -hmm. which, you know, I actually obviously does change over time with, 
translations and stuff, but generally speaking, yeah. like the Bible staying staying uh, the facts or what's written in the Bible staying the same over time, yet yeah. different people reading it are like the others who who interpret it their own way over time. Right. And I wonder if that's kind of the big idea behind Richard. Like, uh, not necessarily that he's just this connection to Jacob, but he is this idea of of the knowledge source one step removed from Jacob. Um, and it's basically a series of people who meet Richard, talk to Richard, become another, and have different ideas of what it means to follow Jacob. Right. Yeah. Even though he's sense. even though he's consistent over time, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I see what you mean. I think I think that's definitely true. I mean, I think we sort of see that play out with, you know, the reign of the others under the various leaders is different. Yeah. Um, and that's just that's just a part of it. But that shows how the individuals that make up the others, you know, um, they can have an influence over what the others are like, what they're doing. You know, mm-hmm. like Ben's others, I think, are quite different from um, from Widmore's others. And uh, I think those others are somewhat distinct from uh, Eloise Hawking's others. And those are distinct from the post-Ben others that were following Locke. Yeah. You know, um, I think all those groups had, you know, different patterns of behavior. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see it depicted throughout the show. Yeah. And so, yeah, they definitely could sort of morph and change. And they took new members. They got rid of some or some died or whatever. Um, or some people left. Like, a lot of things happened. And so I think, I, I mean, I think that's I think that's pretty plausible. Yeah, that's an interesting way to look at Richard um, as, a, as a metaphor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, I get that. I get that. But I think, I, I mean, it's really, it's really Richard. Um, it's really Richard, his connection with Jacob, Jacob himself, and, um, uh, and the temple. Uh, those are the big, like, crazy things the others have. Yeah. You know, because besides that. Like, take away those things, and they're just like our characters. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they're... Yeah, and it's almost like group. they... they The others get it wrong because they have more to go on, almost. Like, the more right. information you have to interpret, maybe the further from the truth you might get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. They... Yeah, they're they're more prone to error. Yeah, it's like, oh, there's a temple here. Wow, that must be important. That must mean something. Nobody builds a temple Mm -hmm. for no reason, so Jacob must be important. So it's like the more history you have, the more more information that's in something, yeah, the more you can uh, draw – the more conclusions you can draw on that, you know, the further you are from the central idea. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a nice take on the others. Yeah, I never thought about these 
them as like a metaphor uh, in, in terms of what what the show is trying to tell us about what the show is trying to tell us, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, it's really strange because, like you said, I mean, uh, our initial impression of the others is like really far away from that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. But once we learn more about our first others, like Ethan, you know, we see that, you know, that's really true. Yeah. You know what you're saying? Like he, he, um, uh, he made a decision. Like he didn't make his list yet, but they found out about him. And so he decided to initiate this, this crazy thing this kidnapping and stuff like that. Um, and he decided to go back there and, you know, uh, uh, threaten, you know, threaten them with like murdering someone every day. And like, he just, he took that into his own hands, that situation. Yeah. You know, because he was obsessed and, and something they tell us in a Mobisode is, you know, he, he, he had a he had a wife that died or something in, in childbirth or something like that and and so that's why he's so committed to this this Claire project because it's connected to their fertility problems. Ah, that just made me think of maybe that's why there's a fertility issue on the island. Is um oh shit, you got an answer for that? <laughs> yeah, it only took eight years. <laughs> oh my god. What if it's because of the bet? Like, they only want people from the outside world to come on the island and be part of this bet game system. Because if you have people naturally born on the island, that, that, that's not, that, it won't prove the same thing. They're going to have a different interpretation. Mm-hmm. You know, they're corrupted, you know, uh, by virtue of being born on the island. You know, but if you get random people from the outside world to come in... Mm-hmm. Then you can, then you can, then the bet can play itself out. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I mean, it's it's interesting the idea that like they're born on the island, so they're corrupted. Whereas the, I would want to like, I, I would instinctively want to say the opposite. Like they're born on the island, so they're more pure. No, I mean corrupted in terms of the bet, you know. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 I get what you mean. But in terms of human nature, I mean, I would think someone born on the island would be fine for exactly, that, Exactly, right? but that's the that's exactly right. Like, that doesn't prove the bet. Like, they're not someone you can look at. You know, they're not a random sample, you know. Someone born on the island is oh, going to okay. have a different perspective, a different level of yeah. humanity than someone who's more like everyone else, you know, 99.99999% of the world's population, which is not yeah. on the island. Right. So, yeah, okay. and, so, in, so in order to make the game as pure as possible and as even-sided as possible, you mitigate the people, the, the subjects, who throw off your hypothesis or your experiment. Therefore, yeah. you stop people on the island from having kids. Mm-hmm. That's a Carlton and Damon question. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's that is uh, that is a theory I've never heard anywhere else. Wow, man. Uh, but I like the idea of tying it into the bed. I mean, that makes it that makes it more um, logical. Yeah. You know, and coherent with the story. Mm-hmm. So I, I I really like that part because. 
the other explanations I've heard are just kind of like random and weird. God, it's so weird. I mean, I'm I'm happy we can still come up with new things after all this time, but it's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird to 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 go like 560 something hours and then go, oh, here's an idea. <laughs> here's my new theory about yeah. About yeah. this really old thing. It's kind of ridiculous. About something that um, they're just they're just about to introduce. Yeah, yeah. In the very next episode, it's going to be the first time we hear about that. Yeah, well, thinking about the others in terms of how they, uh, you know, sort of structurally, that, that got me on that path of uh, thinking of, well, what does it mean to be another, and what does it mean, to, uh, yeah, with the with the fertility issue, and you were just talking about that, and that popped in my head of, oh yeah, it it ruins the game, it ruins the bet if you bring right. in players who don't represent the case you're trying to prove, you know, right, and it's and it's sort of easier for Man in Black to get, you know, uh, an, an early start on in influencing, you know, if a baby's born on the island, and Man in Black could start messing with them early on before they're a fully formed adult and you could right. ask the question: Is is man inherently good or evil? Right. Right. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> the fertility that's actually has a reason. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely a Carlton and Damon question. I wonder. Uh, I, yeah, I wonder if they have a reason. If they're like, yeah, that's it, or if they're like, no, we didn't really have a reason. It just it was something interesting we wanted to do. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you never know with stuff like that. And that's the thing, Jacob brings broken people to the island. Uh yeah, like you were saying, someone born on the island should be more pure. So, and that's not clearly not what he wants. Right. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, uh, what, what you would do is you would, if you're Jacob, you block everyone from coming to the island, and you just have people stay on the island and be nice, pure, you know, utopian humans together, and say, "Here, man, in black, look, everyone's great." But it's like, yeah, everyone's great because they never experience off-island world. You know, they're not like the people right. off-island. They're not the same kind of humans. Right. Right. They don't have to compete in this job market. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Because he runs the job market uh, <laughs> internationally. <laughs> he does. He does. It's amazing. It's a hard uh, job. It's a hard job. Okay. Somebody has to do it poorly. Yep. Uh, no, we love the president. He's great. Um, <laughs> uh, I feel like you can't tell if we're serious or not. Um, yeah, I know. I know. That seemed like it could be sarcastic or not. <laughs> It's even, both, even I don't know. It's both and neither at the same time. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that. Um, it's good for a podcast about Lost. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Well, hopefully we'll keep coming up with new interesting theories to solve these longstanding questions as the podcast goes on. I think we're doing a pretty good job so far. Yeah. I, I think that's part of the point, you know, of this mm-hmm. whole thing. Like, Looking at again, looking at the show again with all this distance, you and and as the insights start to start to accumulate, um, you start getting new ways to look at old stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, that's you know? definitely just definitely true. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty cool to actually have a fresh thought about some of these things because uh, I I thought I had 
you know, I thought those things had been pretty well, mm-hmm. pretty well explored. Yeah. In the past, but uh, yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I think this probably will continue to happen because I, I think we've definitely turned a corner here. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just not the same. I, I really just don't have the same perspective on loss as I used to. Oh, for sure. You know, and uh, once you totally shift your perspective, scenes just look different. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, yeah, even this episode, I mean, even just little things we talked about in this episode, I I, I think I, I never quite realized how how kind of muddy and convoluted the plotting is yeah yeah you know ben's plan versus like what they're actually doing you know what jack's thinking what pickett's thinking like there's just so many weird moving parts interacting here yeah it's a lot juliet's in there it's like Mm -hmm. wow jack's doing her plan but not doing her plan but doing her plan like which one is it Yeah, and your thing, like, they send Kate in to say they're going to kill Sawyer, and he's like, no, get her out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. But then, like, they have someone on the intercom, like, pretend, and he goes and sees them, and he's like, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> but then when he does it, he uses it to help them escape. It's just like... Yeah. It's just like, God, there's so there's so many steps here, you know? Like, they can't just have it proceed in a simple fashion. Yeah. One thing I will say is that indeed, like the flashback's pretty boring. Oh, it's really awful. I mean, there's, you know, it's not like the worst flashback ever, but it's just really there's nothing there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just very flat. I mean, it kind of reminds me of 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 Sawyer's from a couple, you know, episodes ago. Yeah. Um, where it's just you don't really get invested in anything. Mm-hmm. It feels it feels disposable. Like, if we never saw that flashback, it wouldn't really change anything. I, I think there's something there. I can't put my finger on it. I think there's something there with her flashback that's supposed to relate to her decision and her love or lack of love with Sawyer. I can't put my finger on it. I think we're supposed to draw some conclusion to this idea of Okay, Kate's born to run. You know, she's broken because she can never, she doesn't, she can't settle down even when she's happy. You know, so that 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 makes sense. That's what leads her to the island. You know, that's why she's, part of why she's broken. Okay, mm-hmm. but then the guy she does love, she doesn't stay with. Uh, you know, Kevin Fillion. I mean, uh, um, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh. But then Sawyer, the guy she doesn't love, she sort of does want to stay with. It's weird. I, I, I don't know. I think they're they're trying to tell us something. I, I can't pick, pinpoint what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm just missing the connection. I mean, I, it would make sense that there's something there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I just don't. I just don't really see it. If Kate, let's look at it this way. If Kate, hmm. <laughs> if Kate could stay with Kevin, then 
then on the island with Sawyer, she wouldn't like him? <laughs> What's the opposite of what she does here? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like there's there's something... It's obviously not very strong, whatever connection it, it is here, but I, I think there's something, right? Or, or I mean, because even them reiterating to us that she's born to run doesn't really help her storyline on the on the island in this episode. Yeah. So I feel like it has to be about the relationship. Mm-hmm. And how that relates to her relationship with Sawyer. Maybe maybe Kate pleading for Sawyer's life would have been different. Ah, I don't know. I feel like I need like 20 hours to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, yeah, maybe something is there. Maybe um, there's, you know, we could find something eventually. But I, I mean, I think typically uh, when you have the flashback playing off the present story, it's uh, you can you can see the connection without so much effort. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I I mean I feel like if they wanted to write in a connection, they should have made it a bit clearer. Well, there's okay, maybe like okay, Kate loves Kevin, but she leaves him. Kate doesn't love Sawyer, but she stays with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Like she, or maybe there's an idea that she could have left without. They didn't really play that up that she could have left without Sawyer. Or she doesn't want to leave without... Maybe that's the idea. She doesn't want to leave without him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like something's there. Maybe I'm just... Maybe it's just wishful thinking. I, I don't disagree that something's there. I just really can't tell what it is. Yeah. Because I feel like they don't... They don't highlight it. I mean, they don't... The, usually, usually they they juxtapose the scenes in such a way that you can clearly see the connection they're trying to make. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and you know the classic uh, flashbacks. Uh, you know, you 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 don't really have a doubt about what the what they're trying to tell you about the character and how that relates to what they're doing right now. You know, and I, I hear, yeah, I I think you might be right. Like, well, no, I'm almost 100% sure you're right. Because I feel yeah. like this is, this is a, this is a Damon and Carlton episode. I mean, I don't think they write this um, and they don't have any idea about a connection. Yeah, no, here, so this is what they say on Lostpedia in the little uh, analysis section. The flashback suggests Kate refused to leave Sawyer behind because she felt guilty about leaving Kevin. Ah. So that's, that's what I just said. So I think yeah. that's the idea is she left she left somebody before that she loved and she didn't want to do that this time. But I feel like I didn't see a scene where it was like, go, Kate, go escape without me. Right. Because he told her there is no escape. Right. But maybe right. that's the idea. Like, that's why she has sex with him. That's why she stays in his cage. Like, mm. that's her not leaving him. Yeah. 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 Okay. That Well, you were on the right track. Okay, okay. I can kind of see that. Yeah. Now, this says Sawyer tells Kate that he loves her. When did he do that? It, you didn't hear it? It was in that, that conversation when uh, 
when he's like, uh, when you told that guy you love me, you just said that to make him stop hitting me, yeah. right? You know. And then she kisses him, uh-huh. and then she like lays down on his shoulder, and he goes, "I love you too." Oh, he does say that. Oh, okay, okay. But see, that's weird because I thought the point was she didn't love him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I think that's Sawyer's misinterpretation of what all the what the kissing and cuddling meant. <laughs> He's just like a woman. Yeah, the, I mean, the kissing and cuddling meant like I don't want to say that. Um, I'm here yeah. now, but I, there's nothing more than that. And yeah. He takes it to mean confirmation. Yeah, that's really interesting. But then we we're left with going, okay, uh, Kate and Sawyer love each other. Mm-hmm. But that's yeah, not, that's not... It, because I would normally assume Sawyer's right. Certainly at the time I did. Yeah. You know, but later on, as this thing evolves, we see that that really wasn't the case. Or maybe it's like she loves him, but she's not in love with him. <laughs> sort of with, you know, that sure. kind of thing. Like she cares sure. a lot about him, but she doesn't want to be with him, you know, right. for eternity. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm certain she cares about Sawyer to some extent, but yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, okay. something like that. So that, I mean, yeah, that, that works. I mean, I still think that's not such a strong connection. It, yeah, it's not but... the strongest thing, but at least it does connect. Um, so it's not. So the flashback isn't just telling us Kate's born to run. It's that Kate has guilt about leaving someone she loves. Which right. actually goes back to her mom, too, right? Like, that was also a sort of thing, because she had to go on the run while her mom was sick or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, that's another example. Uh, and I guess the their childhood boyfriend, too, or childhood mm-hmm. friend. Like, she kind of had to leave him or whatever. Um, yep. So, yeah, she's got this thing. It's not just born to run, but it's Somebody she loves, she's running away from. Like right. her, 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 her need to run away makes her leave people she loves behind. She loves behind. But I do think the parallel is kind of hurt by the fact that she never really has an opportunity to run away. Yeah. In in the present, you know. Well, I think. Well, I mean, yeah, she does it, but I mean, she gets out of the cage. Yeah. But. She also gets to learn right after that, that or around that time, that there's nowhere to go. Right. So, yeah, that does hurt the uh, the strength of that uh, uh, parallel connection. Yeah, if we could have seen her, like, have this big chance to escape and then decide to stay, like, I think I could have followed that a little more. Yeah. The connection. Hmm, okay, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, not. Uh, yeah, definitely the flashback still not that great. Uh, it, the tenuous connection, notwithstanding, uh, <laughs> or withstanding. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, even if there's a connection, it doesn't really make the flashback like that interesting to watch. No, it doesn't. But the the main storyline is pretty interesting. Uh, <laughs> like we were talking about, it's really convoluted. We get the first mention of Jacob, so that's kind of uh, yeah. you know light fire in our brains for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah, and they 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 will be they will be vaguely teasing that for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> A really, really, really long time. End of season five before we see that guy. 
Yeah, I also wanted Kate to to tell Jack. Jack, we're not on the on the main island. Right. It's not so simple for me to get to safety. Right. Yeah. You know, but it's hard to do that in the uh, climax of the episode. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it start getting a little clunky, and then yeah. and Jack's like, "What?" And then it's like, "Yeah." And that that would throw his plan out of you know. Yeah, uh, the whole thing's derailed. I mean, they end up having a you know a boat or an outrigger or whatever, and so it it kind of works out. Yeah. I don't yeah. even remember when he finds out they're on a different island. Uh, I guess we'll. Uh, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't know either. Hmm. Maybe it's in the next episode. Probably. It would make sense. So yeah, I mean, I I, I think uh, it's uh, it's really a pretty decent episode. I I do like it, but yeah, it's just it's not an episode that you want to wait months after you know even with the jacob thing uh it wasn't i don't know that wasn't enough of a hook yeah i think um and so that's really the main problem i mean if there's a follow-up next week this episode's totally fine Mm -hmm. you know i mean in a way it's like high drama you know i mean there's more going on than sometimes in certain episodes yeah, they probably thought, you know, cutting, ending on this, like you said, the high, the the climax of this thing, you know, Jack bleeding, I mean, uh, Ben be- bleeding out on the table and Jack yelling into the walkie-talkie, like, that seems like, oh, it's like a mini finale, but yeah, you know, yeah. will Ben live or die, I guess, is supposed to be the cliffhanger. Will they get to safety or not, mm-hmm. you know, um... But yeah, it doesn't. It's not that great. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm not. I'm just not that worried. I mean, maybe I should be, but I don't think Ben's gonna die, and I don't think they're not gonna escape. So, mm-hmm. uh, even at the time, I mean, I don't know. It, it really has to be a certain kind of situation for me to believe that you know characters are really in danger. Yeah. You know, and and like this doesn't really cut it for me. I, I I'm not able to imagine that this is a scenario that's going to bring about like a main character dying. Mm-hmm. You know, it just doesn't seem worthy of that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And so yeah, I mean, especially after you know Echo's big death. Mm-hmm. Like. It just seems like they're not going to kill a main character so soon after that either. So everything there is kind of pointing, you know, in another direction. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do know. I was, I, I was thinking about how Locke knows that the smoke monster killed Echo. Mm-hmm. And... I was I was just wondering I was wondering if there's any chance he could have put together I guess it would be a pretty big leap. <laughs> if there's any chance it could have put together the fact that that you know that the smoke monster appeared as Yemi to Echo. <laughs> or if that, is that is that too much of a leap for him to make? Um, 
Locke has not seen dead people, right? So uh, I don't yeah. think. He can, I mean, he. I, I would say if he knew, if he had seen the smoke wants to be dead people, then he know he could know. I mean, he knows that Echo was looking for Yimmy, and Yimmy's body was missing. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't think there's any way. Um, no, he's just on the. I don't think he's even thinking of that. I I don't think he even thinks there's a reason. You know that the smoke monster would even try to do that. Um, he's on the. You know, he's going down a path that's already wrong. About oh, there's a big reason why Echo had to die. Mm-hmm. Well, but he speculated that the smoke monster brought them there. So that I mean, that sounds like he really thinks the smoke monster is important. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, I, I could imagine. Well, because he's getting the smoke monster in the island confused. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. And that's that's what the smoke monster wants. Yep. Yep. But yeah. Okay. I guess. I yeah. I you know. I was listening to the conversation that Jack and Locke have um, way back in White Rabbit, where you know Jack's just seen Christian. Uh-huh. And, you know, he leads him off the cliff, and then uh, uh, Locke comes and saves him, and they have that conversation. The one where Locke says, I saw the eye of the island, and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know? Which we've just recently revisited. Yeah. Um, uh, and, you know, Jack describes, like, he's going crazy, and he thinks he's seeing things. And I was listening to it, and I was like, did he, did he actually say what he saw? And he doesn't. Yeah. He says, like, I'm seeing someone who isn't there, but he doesn't yeah. say who it is. Yeah. He doesn't say I saw my dead father, you know, mm-hmm. because Locke did have the dream uh, where he saw Yemi, you know. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they were on that mission and, and question mark, yep. you know, and he did have the dream. I mean, he recently had an interaction in the sweat lodge with Boone. Well, but Locke doesn't know who Yemi is, though. Right? Like, he saw Yemi, but he doesn't know that's Yemi. Uh, I think... No, I think he did, because I think they have a conversation about it afterwards. Or am I am I, am I crazy? I, I, I thought they talked about it. I don't know how he would know. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, I, but I feel like he did know. I assumed he didn't know. He just... He knew that was a person, obviously, he was talking to. Yeah. But not that there's no way for him unless he says I'm Yimmy Echo's brother, how would he know? You know, you make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you know, he never sees Yimmy you know, Yimmy's body on the island is of course uh decayed, so he wouldn't put two and two together there. Right. Right. Um yeah, well, I see what you're saying, and yet, I uh, I still feel like they said. Yeah, I'm looking said, at the transcript here. Me too. <laughs> me too. Yeah. So when is that? Uh, when is that dream here? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Echo said you had a dream. Was there a man, a priest? The man you saw was my brother. Locke said, yeah. your brother. 
And then Echo says, this is why we needed to come here. Come together. There we go. Okay, so Echo Echo tells him. Okay. Okay. That that's who it was. And I guess he just figures that's who it is because that's who he saw in his dream. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. So... <laughs> So Locke does know that he saw Yemi in the dream. Okay, so he knows he saw Yemi in the dream. Um, but he doesn't know that the smoke monster can turn into dead people. And he doesn't true. know the smoke monster gives the dreams. True. But, uh, yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, you're right. He can't... Okay. But recently, he had an interaction with Boone, who's dead, in the sweat lodge. Yep. Boone... Boone uh, gives him uh, visions and sends him on a quest to get Echo. Mm -hmm. He he goes and gets Echo, and Echo comes back. He's uh, he's muttering about his brother. Locke knows it has something to do with Yemi. They go, you know, he goes back to the plane, yeah. and the body's gone. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, yeah, subsequently, yeah, yeah, it's not a stretch at that point for him to say, oh, did you see Yemi? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And subsequently, he's killed by the the smoke monster. Like, I, I feel like it's it's a leap, but it, at this point, it's almost possible for Locke to, to realize there was a connection there. Yeah, I think it's, I think he, it's not too big of a leap for him to think Echo might have seen an apparition of Yemi. But it is a leap for him to say that the apparition of Yemi monster. is the smoke monster. Yeah, no, that yeah, that that is a leap. That is a leap. That is a leap. I'm I'm asking him to make jumps that, yeah, <laughs> would be tough to do. Listen, he jumps to conclusions on his own, but it's always the wrong conclusion. <laughs> right, right. Well, because I was then gonna say. I was then going to say if he could if he could figure that out if he could realize that the smoke monster appears as dead people, you know, then once he sees Christian and once Christian says say hello to my son and he realizes that that's Jack's dad mm -hmm. who he knows was dead and mm -hmm. they have a whole conversation about it, like then he could have, you know, then he could have had like. A, a flash of insight about who that was. Yeah. You know, but it, it seems like he never, and, and, you know, if he knows, and I think the problem is he doesn't know, he doesn't know Jack saw him and he doesn't know about the empty coffin thing. Yeah. And he like, also doesn't it, know that, that the smoke monster is, you know, has a bad plan. They can't be changed. Right. You know, I think even if he put two and two together that, okay, the smoke monster appears as dead people, or, you know, uh, man, the smoke monster is appearing as Christian. He still doesn't know that's bad. Like, he still doesn't know uh, that he shouldn't go along with him. Right. I guess at that point, for all he knows, the smoke monster is uh, the island. Or yeah. a representative of the island. And, yeah. you know, of course, Christian is saying he speaks for Jacob. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, I guess and in I think his mind... You know, he's doing what the island wants him to do. Yeah, and I think the only reason Christian says, you know, man in black as Christian says, I speak for Jacob. The only reason he says that I think is for the audience. I think if, you know, so we're not confused. Because I think in, in a 
version of this where there is no audience and it just takes place encapsulated, Man in Black would have totally been like, yeah, I'm Jacob. I'm Jacob. Yeah. It would have made more sense. That would have been a better con because Locke totally would have had no idea he was lying. Yeah, and he's ne- yeah he's never seen Jacob, so yeah he yeah. doesn't know what Jacob looks like. Yeah, he would have he would have believed that. I mean, and yeah, as the audience, we would have been pretty confused. Yeah, they didn't want us to think, okay, this is Kristen. Kristen's dad is Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Jack's dad is Jacob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been that's exactly what we would have thought. Yeah. And that would have been a mind-blowing revelation mm-hmm. that they have no intention on being true. Yeah, that would have been that would have been too confusing for them. So then later, when they're like, "No, that not only was that not Jacob, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. oh my god, yeah. like Christian is not Jacob." <laughs> then it would have been like, "What? That's disappointing." <laughs> yeah. Cause like Christian as Jacob would have been a crazy reveal. It didn't have been like in you know when when uh when Jack sees Christian and and season one we would have thought oh well that's Jacob. Yep. Yep. Does Jacob come into Jag? Yep. 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 It's a good point. This I think that full of good points. <laughs> That's that's what they say. <laughs> what were we gonna say? Um, I think there is, and we'll we'll see it. We'll, we'll see it as it develops. But I I want to present. Of course, who knows what I'm gonna think this time? Maybe I'll just change my mind completely. But as we go through, like now we're. I mean, we finally said Jacob out loud. We're we're heading inevitably towards the first cabin episode mm-hmm. um <laughs> which yeah we'll live in infamy yeah um, i can't wait to get back to that maybe we'll get some new insights <laughs> yeah 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 i really wonder what it's going to be like now but i did want to say that i um the old version of me and i continue to believe this you know pending further insight that there was I don't know. Maybe it was just misdirection. Maybe it was, um, you know, changing changing their minds or just changing the way they depict things. But I do feel like they kind of implied that there was a connection between Jacob and Christian. Like it's pretty plausible what he says, mm-hmm. you know, in the context of season four. Yeah, because. Uh, uh, you know, at that point, we don't know he's supposed to be the man in black and there's a, there's this loophole plan and all, you know, none of that stuff exists yet. Um, but in the at the beginning of the season, Hurley sees um, Christian in the cabin and he sees the eye. Yeah. You know, the mysterious eye. And that's an image that it kind of reminds me of um, in Twin Peaks. Uh, this isn't a spoiler. There's, there's, there's this like for a while in season two, for a few times they show this like hooded figure that is just like off, you know, on like you can't see his face and and like he's you know supposed to be mysterious or something. And it's just this like figure in a hood, you know? Yeah. 
and they show it multiple times, like, before the end, but then, like, you know, in the last episode, and, you know, uh, in, in the movie, they abandon that completely like it's they never show it again Mm -hmm. and when you watch it it's weird because it's like who is this supposed to be (laughs) you know based on what you learn later it just doesn't it just doesn't fit anymore and it seems like it was an idea that someone had that they started developing but then was just abandoned yeah you know i feel that way about the eye (laughs) you know it feels like the eye was an idea that they had um, that that they just gave up on. <laughs> I want to I want to think that I is is a um a visual way of telling us there's something behind Christian behind what we see of Christian like there's something else in the cabin right. Um, mm-hmm. there's two there's two entities there's the one we see and the one we don't see. Right. So I think maybe that's. I mean, I think you're right. I think they were probably going towards that idea, um, but it seems to me that's that's kind of what that shot is suggesting. Um, you know, there's something watching. There's something, uh, you know, because it's connecting to, to to the cabin and connecting to Christian, um, but that's not Christian, right? But like we see, we see the eye the first time they go to the cabin. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, you see the figure in the chair. You know, the prop master, <laughs> yeah, sitting in the chair, and and then there's a shot where they cut to the eye. You know, and you know at the time, and like the standard thing people said is it's the eye of Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know. Which sort of added up because it's Jacob's cabin, and so it should be Jacob in there at some point. Yeah, and, and maybe there's a connection, like an Egyptian, the connection to the Egyptian thing, you know, the Eye of Ra. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they're trying to do a connection to that. Yeah, yeah, but by by showing by showing the Eye of Jacob, you know, again in season four like going back to that and showing it in there with christian separate like really suggests to me that christian is there with someone else and that someone else logically at least at the time was jacob (laughs) you know it's the eye of jacob and he's in there with christian and so later on when he says i speak for jacob it seems plausible yep yeah, because we think we've seen him in there with Jacob, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I feel like, I mean, my the thing I'm gonna try to suggest, and the thing is, I don't know when it changed. So at a certain point, it's obviously not true, but I I really feel like there was an idea there where 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 it was Jacob, and it was Jacob and Christian. And I think I think Christian probably is the smoke monster there, mm-hmm. but it's Jacob and the smoke monster, mm-hmm. you know. And in in that in that incarnation, Jacob is just a different kind of character, you know. I mean, the way he's portrayed is just very different. He's he's kind of frightening, you know. 
he's more like what the man in black becomes. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and the smoke monster can be working for him, you know, or whatever, collaborating with him in some way. It can make, like, what Locke's saying is right. And I feel like up until uh, season five, when they tell us the contrary, like, it's... They could have gone in that direction, you know? The scary Jacob. Hmm. Yeah. I I pretty much buy that. I want to think that... The idea is, yeah, it's it's really tough to tell. It's really hard to parse that out because of the logistics of how the, the show played out. But I, I want to think, like I said, I want to think seeing Christian is, and then seeing the eye is somehow telling us there's something else there. You know, yeah. um, not that there's two separate people. You know, mm-hmm. because if I remember correctly, like we don't see Christian and the the eye guy together, right? Yeah, not exactly. It's it's like Christian's in the chair. Yeah, and then the eye comes up in the window. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like I mean I, I, maybe I'm only thinking this because of how the show eventually played out, but I feel like yeah, Christian's in the chair, and then he turns into you know, tied as well over for lack of a, the actor being there. And then right. we see his eye and that's telling us, you know, something about shape shifting or something about mm-hmm. there's something behind Christian. Um, I don't really okay. want to buy, I don't really want to buy the, the Jacob as a darker guy. I don't really want to buy that. They were going in that direction ever. Cause that seems weird to me. Because I think they would have had, you know, the, their version of the stand, you know, their version of good and evil from from pretty early on, mm-hmm. uh, and not have Man in Black who's evil and have Jacob who's dark too, right? And, and somehow working to get like that's that's just as writing structurally, that's a weird place to start from. Yeah. Not that it couldn't have happened, but I just feel like that's a weird place to start. And to me, it makes more sense. Um. My, you know, what about my interpretation of that scene is, uh, which is just that it's showing, it's telling us, you know, and, and again, the I, you know, I is all about interpretation, you know, so we, and we get this close up, you know, so, so almost like the veil of Christian was lifted, you know, he took his mask off and that's who we saw was the I guy. Mm-hmm. Right. But, you know, once we get back to that stuff, I'll, I'll see if I still think the same. But, you know, I mean, we can't um, deny the fact that their ideas of the cabin and Jacob and Man in Black morphed over time. You know, we can't deny that. So, yeah. 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 And, you know, I mean, I am speculating wildly because obviously the story went in a certain direction and it wasn't that one. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's hard to know, like, what would have happened if they went with something more like what? Because it does feel not quite consistent with what they do later. But what you say is plausible. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, it, it works to sort of explain what we're seeing there, why it appears to be maybe two people, but it's not, you know, it, it represents like kind of a clue. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a clue. 
you know, about like what we're seeing there. Um, I agree. It's problematic dramatically. Like the, the dark Jacob, um, dark Jacob doesn't work because, uh, because who's the good guy? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that would be a problem. Yeah. I don't know what they would do. And maybe that's, maybe that's the problem they ran into, but I do feel like there's a lot of setup for Jacob being scary, Mm-hmm. You know, and it feels like they pull the rug out from under that. And I'm not sure if that's intentional misdirection or if that really is a, you know, well, we need another side. And so we're going to cast Jacob in that in that role and make the evil one something else. Yeah. And, I don't, you know, part of it is I think the big deviation is. You know, calling the cabin Jacob's cabin, and then it not being where Jacob is—that that's a huge thing. Yeah. So the question is, did they intend for that? You know, uh, for that episode, well, man behind the curtain, like, did they intend for that to be Jacob and change their mind, or was that always Man in Black? Which makes more sense if it's Man in Black because he's like, help me, unless they thought Jacob needed some sort of help. Um, and they right. Well, see, mind. in my head, like Jacob, that version of Jacob basically is the man in black, you mm-hmm. know. So it's it's still it's still the same story. There just isn't a Jacob anymore, <laughs> you know. You mean there's not a man in black yet? No, what I'm saying is like Jacob is playing the role of the man in black, basically. Okay, and so okay, yeah, the role yeah. of Jacob disappears. I mean, the role of actual Jacob versus dark Jacob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so there would need, like, they would need to either like introduce a new character to fill the role of actual Jacob. Well, I mean, you can you can you can walk through that logically and see if that makes sense, right? And say, okay, if if Jacob is trapped on the island. What is what does that mean for the others? That means that he is garnering a group of people who will, I guess, help him get off the island. Yet he didn't do that up until the point the Losties get there. And then somehow he wants Locke to help him get off the island. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that, that it doesn't quite work. You know, I mean, maybe you can make sense of it. Like, what does that mean if 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 we go with your idea? You know, Dark Jacob, he, he's mm-hmm. the one who's trapped on the island. Or even if they didn't have a specific thing that he yeah, wanted that's to help the thing. with. I mean, they hadn't. The trapped on the island thing is something that, um, it's something that they didn't even tell us until season six. I mean, that's mm-hmm. not even 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 at the end of season five, they don't tell us he's trapped on the island. They just tell us he wants to kill Jacob. Yeah. You know, and so I, I mean, I think that, you know, what's what does he need help with? That's something that they, you know, they never answered because they didn't go down that road. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, the problem is the answers they give are tied up in the direction they decided to go, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think it does. You're right. Like this with the story they went with, it doesn't work. I agree. Um, but I just mean like thematically he would have been like the man in black, but they would have to come up with a different story. But he's not the smoke monster, right? No. So he would, in this, in this version, he would, the smoke monster would work for him basically. 
Or I would say he's still against the smoke monster because that would explain the ash around the cabin. You could say that. You could say that. But they haven't, at this point, I mean, they didn't explain the ash until uh, season six again. So the explanation for the ash could have gone in other directions. Well, it's either to keep somebody in or keep somebody out. That's really the only two ways to go with that. It's pretty logical. Um. And, and that's what we, we were talking about before, right? Like they, you know, who's ever in Jacob's cabin can't get outside of the ash, right? You know, um, and I think we talked. That was one of our theories before. Like that was the smoke monster. It was the disembodied version, you know, the spirit of whoever was in the cabin, and yeah. they got separated, right? Um, which, which actually is not unlike what Man in Black really is, because mm-hmm. he did get separated from his natural body. Right. Um True. so that's kinda interesting. Um Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep that in mind when we get to it. Um because I think we can maybe make sense of that. We can maybe make sense of a Jacob who's trapped by whatever dark forces on the island that they haven't specified yet. Um it's creepy just because yeah. it's creepy, not because he's evil, but just because it's creepy of what's going on there. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we don't – like, his ultimate motivations might not be – I mean, he might not turn out to be evil, but it's just the way he's portrayed is uh, frightening. You yeah. Know? Like, initially at least. But they could have been planning to flip that, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, once they actually meet him, he's not scary anymore. You know, like, I don't really know. But that's the thing. Like, the problem is I, you know, I mean, it's hard for me to come up with, like, a hypothetical plot line to fill my theory because, like, I'm not as good as the (laughs) Lost Riders, Mm -hmm. you know. So I I can't really, like, flesh out the rest of the show. It's just that from... Well, I almost feel like we just need to make sense of the first part because there is some amorphous pivot right i don't know where yeah. it changes but between yeah. season three and season six it pivots so I, yeah. I i don't mind not having a complete hypothesis of all the seasons is yeah. if we can get the first part chapter one mm-hmm. making sense of like okay how has they set up the show you know they've written the first two seasons people are watching the third season what do they think people are thinking what it's in their head at this point i agree they probably haven't made the final decision that there's a man in black and there's a Jacob and their brothers and there's mm-hmm. a dichotomy of good and evil. Like I, I, I'll buy that they haven't necessarily fleshed that out and, and, and uh, you know, cemented that. Um, but I think there's a way to make sense of what we see at the beginning of the cabin stuff and how that would relate to the others and how what happens in the cabin, what's plausible, you know. Mm-hmm. So even if it's, yeah, you're not necessarily trapped on the island, but maybe you're just trapped in the cabin. You know, um, right. Uh, but then that calls into question Jacob's list. It calls into question how they're communicating with Jacob mm-hmm. um, if he's disconnected. And, you know, and this is not, you know, Ben's never talked to Jacob, right? So where are they getting the list from? Um, that's another question. Um, right. So, hmm. I don't know. So the Ben never talking to Jacob was something they said much later. So, again, I'm not 100% convinced that that was supposed to be true at the time. But, I mean, he fakes it when he gets to the cabin, right? 
I mean, but I feel, I feel like, like it's proves... ambiguous because, like, the place where he quote unquote fakes it is where Locke sees someone sitting. You know. Well, and... but that's the thing. Somebody's there. Yeah. But it doesn't yeah. mean that that's Jacob, right? So not necessarily. But so that, that's what I'm saying. Like, and and Ben is surprised about how things go. So I feel like it's it should be true even in that scene that that is not where Ben goes to talk to Jacob. Right? Like I, I feel I like feel we could like, say that. I feel like uh uh I feel like the main thing he's surprised about, at least my impression, you know, not putting aside like what the actual explanation for the scene is. My mm-hmm. impression from that scene is that what he's surprised about is that Locke hears something that Jacob says that he can't hear. Mm-hmm. But it's Ben. Right? He is trying to con Locke. If he thought he was going to take Locke to a place where Locke could actually talk to Jacob, I don't think he would take him to that place. Yeah, that's a fair... I, I mean, I guess I kind of feel like he's... Um, uh, I see. Like he w- he would never give him a chance to to succeed. But you yeah. know he's really disturbed by the fact that Locke, um, uh, you know that Locke hears something he can't hear, mm-hmm. and that gives me the impression that he really thought that he would take Locke out there. Locke wouldn't be able to see the Jacob that he can see, and it would prove that he's not special and that he shouldn't be you know, looked at that way by the rest of the others and so on. But because he hears this thing, like, that's what triggers Ben to shoot him because he's a threat. Like, maybe it's a test, you know, because he's already done this thing with his father, trying to get him to kill his father, Mm -hmm. you know, and an attempt to humiliate him and get, you know. But then when he shows up with his father's body, maybe he decides as a last-ditch effort to bring him to see Jacob and, uh, you know, hoping that he won't acknowledge him, that he won't be able to see him, because, like, normally you can't see him. And at first he thinks that's true, because Locke doesn't see what Ben sees, but when he speaks to him and Ben can't hear it, that's when he, that's when he kills him. Or tries to. <laughs> I, think, I think that's my interpretation of the scene, if I don't know what comes later. Okay. I mean, I'm looking at the transcript. I think there is something there about, you know, he says it twice that like, okay, Ben, you're the only one who sees Jacob. That's right. So they're setting up this idea that no one else sees Jacob but Ben. Yeah. So that would go with like you're saying, like that is the big surprise that you don't expect. Um, It could be that Ben's just lying. Of course, it could always be that. And in the end, it is that. But it's just in this scene... I feel like it could have gone the other way. Yeah. The way they play it. I mean, they play it ambiguous enough that both things fit what we see. Huh. Yeah, I'm just kind of reading through this, that that scene here. Uh, I like it. He's like, this is the man who can answer every single. <laughs> you wanted the secrets of the island, where well, here they are. <laughs> wow. 
Hmm, okay. That's enough. You've had your fun. What was that? That was Jacob. Yeah, it's it, it's really it's really hard to tell, which I think is the whole point of the show, right? Is uh, it's all your interpretation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I think they were they were clever to write it in such a way that they could have gone in multiple directions with that scene. Yeah, yeah. You know, it 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 works. Like the idea that he's pretending, it works. It's kind of amazing. Um. Actually, you and know, that see, and that's again that goes back to Ben. Sorry to cut you off. That goes back to Ben lying. Is before he says yes, John. I'm not only talk to Jacob. I was born on the island, and then later after right. this big scene, he says, "No, I wasn't born on the island." Right. Right. Yeah. I see. I want to kind of believe that from the beginning they had they they were trying they they knew that whoever was in Jacob's cabin wasn't Jacob. I I almost want to believe that that's true. Mm-hmm. Which makes it convoluted from the beginning, <laughs> because Ben is convinced that's Jacob. Yeah, and again, but well, but then again, I guess it doesn't really make sense with Jacob's list if he's getting the list from this guy. It shouldn't be Man in Black giving him the lists. Right. Um, oh shit! Unless, unless that's why none of the candidates are ever on the list. <laughs> mm hmm. Huh. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. we'll never, we'll never, we'll never figure this out. It just won't ever happen. This will be the last mystery of the show. I know. I, it's it's show. amazingly uh, convoluted. I mean, it makes Ben's operation <laughs> yeah, seem, that was straightforward. Yeah, seem like a nice, you know, simple story. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the main thing that makes me think that there there is there was meant to be a genuine connection with Jacob and that they really tried to See, I feel like they they screwed themselves by having Alana go there. Mhm. Mm you know, and all those lines like yeah. you know, he's not here. He hasn't been there in a long time. Someone else has been using it and there's a note pinned up there with a statue on it. And that's what leads them to the statue. I mean, that ties it in with Jacob, like, really strongly. And I feel like if they hadn't done that, if they just kept Jacob separate from the cabin, then the story could be from the beginning. Jacob never had anything to do with this cabin. Yeah, yeah. This this was a place that the Man in Black used, that Ben used. It was a creepy cabin, and uh, it it it... Jacob never set foot in there, you know, and that idea was just fabricated, yeah. you know, but having Alana go there says that's not true. Yeah, Jacob actually, really... that makes, okay, then, then that makes sense. Then that means that the ashes around the cabin to protect Jacob from the smoke monster. Right. Just like the ashes around the temple. Yeah. Yeah. But then at some Jacob. point, Jacob left. Right. Uh, and Bannon Black bought a broom. Yep. And he swept it aside. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like the the weird thing is it's like this is what makes me think like there's it's a, a a possibility that Ben's meeting with Jacob was genuine originally that you know they do say later that you know Jacob really is associated with that place. Ben was not 100% lying about that. Yeah. You know. 
Um, and so I just, yeah, this is this is why that story is so frustrating. But at the same time, but you know, but but it's funny, yeah. That's really re- weird because, right, the final word on Jacob is he's hands off the entire time. Right. So which right. is it? <laughs> Yeah. See, and this this is what makes me think something happened there, you yeah. know. And we're seeing we're seeing the uh, you know the the residue of like a storyline changing directions. Yeah. And this is this is one of the reasons why I think that you know why, why I'm trying to come up with a kind of alternative version of what was originally going on there, one that one that might be ultimately more clear (laughs) but then why come back and say that's where jacob was unless you're trying to give validity to when ben goes there the first time yeah yeah like it's really strange that is literally the same episode um where where we get the conversation between ben and the man in black where he says yeah uh when i went in there i was pretending yeah. Uh, I was just as surprised as you were when things started flying around. Yeah. You know? Uh, uh, and so it's like that, it really seems like, and, and you know, them saying like someone else is being u- using it, it's like, like they're bridging the gap, but it's like they shouldn't have needed to. <laughs> yeah. You know, the reveal should have been that, that Jacob never had anything to do with that place. You know, that it was all lies. Like everyone that went in there was, was lying. Okay. Let's look at this from a structural writing perspective. They need to figure out, Alana needs to figure out where, where Jacob is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what the way she figures that out is is the the map the knife in the map on the wall has a statue right the, the yeah. foot or whatever yeah so okay because I'm I'm like we're trying to go in reverse of this like how do we get to the beginning right so mm-hmm. so you want to end with Alana finding Jacob at the statue how does she find him there she needs to be led there where is she going to look for Jacob if it's not there now the simple answer would be. Jacob came to her off island and said, if you ever come to the island, find me at the statue. That's the simple right. answer that they didn't do. Right. They it's could bit, have easily done that since they portrayed Jacob as always being there at the statue. As always being there. So, so like, any any real follower of Jacob knows he's always at the statue. Like, that's what yeah. they could have said. Yeah. So, okay, so we don't have that. The second idea is, okay, she needs to she needs to go to a place where she thinks Jacob would be, but then she sees she gets led to the true place. So where's the place Jake she would think Jacob is? Jacob's cabin. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now if she thinks Jacob is there, Jacob's cabin, that means he had to have been there at one point. And yeah. like for real. Like it can't just yeah. be a mistake. So then they have to say he was here at a certain point and someone was using it. Okay. Yeah. I think the way to get away with doing this, instead of me it is to say this point at which Jacob was truly in the cabin was at a point we never saw on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't when we first see the cabin. Right. When we first see the cabin, that's still Man in Black. It's already, yeah. It's already. Changing. So that does that work? Then? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, but does that? 
No, I think that's the story. I think that's exactly what the official correct explanation is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but doesn't that seem like weirdly convoluted? <laughs> like, it's 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 just hard for me to understand why they would do that. You know, why the need to legitimize? Legitimize? Is that a word? Well, because of, because of what I said, they need to figure out how to get Alana to to where Jacob is. But why Why couldn't – I don't understand why she had to go through the cabin, and why couldn't she just march straight to the statue? The the line that they said to to Frank and, like, uh, other people to, like, see if they were in with Jacob was, you know, what lies in the shadow of the statue, you know? It's, it seems like they're set up to know to just go straight there, you know? And so it's like, why do they – why do they need to make a pit stop? Why do they not know to go straight to the statue? Why didn't they write it that way? You know, it just feels, it feels like it's a waste of time unless the only thing it accomplishes is like wrapping up this loose end of the cabin. I mean, they, they burn, it, burn it down. Yeah. You know, and they, and they kind of explicitly tell us that no, none of that was Jacob, you know, but the problem is that trip makes the cabin associated with jacob <laughs> even though we never saw him in there and so I, I just i i feel like i mean maybe it's just a product of they wanted to get rid of the cabin they wanted to make a statement on it and they had to tie it in with jacob to make that work i don't know yeah i mean maybe maybe they didn't know about the statue <laughs> i mean maybe they knew the phrase but it's not until she sees the image of the statue that she realizes what it means. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And it's strange because they see the image of the statue and they know where to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that means they know where that thing is. They just yeah. didn't know that he was there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. That's weird. That's, that's all kinds of weird. Um, Like, they could have had different lines there. They could still go to the cabin. They mm -hmm. could still have a reveal that the cabin wasn't associated with Jacob. And they they potentially could have done that without without saying that, well, that was never Jacob, but, like, he was there a long time ago. I agree. They could, have, they could have had somebody else. I, I forget who's with her in that group, but they could have said, oh, we need to find Jacob. I know where he is. And they, you know, they, they're led to Jacob's cabin and she looks around and goes, Jacob was never here, hmm. you know, and she goes, I know where he is. Yeah. And then they go to the statue. Yeah. And they can still yeah, bring yeah, yeah. it down. Yeah, um, that's almost what they did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they, they did the version that's a lot harder to deal with. And that's what's weird is, right, she says Jacob hasn't been here for a long time. Mm -hmm. The the cabin was made in the 70s because Horace built it. Right. So, and... It couldn't have been that long. It couldn't have been that long, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're talking, you know, uh, what, 30 years at most? Mm, wow. Like it almost can make sense, but it doesn't. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so like either it's just really sloppy storytelling that, you know, they wanted to accomplish certain things and they just decided to do it in this way and it creates problems. Um, I think that's possible. But I yeah, I also want to throw out the idea that, you know, this is a this is a weird byproduct of their shifting plans for the cabin. Mm hmm. And that they're trying to reconcile their original idea of Jacob really is in the cabin with their new idea of the man in black was using the cabin. It makes me think they wanted to say that Jacob was in the cabin in the 70s for some reason. Like, like he was there. But then why would you do that? Only if you want to talk, I mean, maybe talk to Dharma or... Mm -hmm. Have the Widmore group of others commune with Jacob. Um, but I, I don't think I don't think you can have you can't say Jacob's always been hands off and have Jacob's cabin. Yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> unless he's unless it's not a place you're supposed to go find him, even though that's right. what he did. Right. Like, it's just a place where he just hangs out. But I will say that Hands Off Jacob was a later thing. Mm -hmm. So original Cabin Jacob doesn't have to be Hands Off Jacob before they say that. No, know? but I mean, Alana saying he used this place in the past doesn't gel with Hands Off Jacob. Yeah, 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 I agree. But even at that point, they haven't said Hands Off oh, Jacob. Oh, yeah. Like, Hands Off Jacob is season six. That's the first time he really... Because, you know, in that first scene, he brings people to the island. It's not really clear, I think, that he doesn't get involved. It's really his conversation with Richard where he says all that. Mm-hmm. You know? So I think I think they haven't committed to that idea yet. You know, it's something they have to do. Well, they don't have to, but it's 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 a reasonable choice to make, given the story they're trying to tell. Was there ever a point where they said Richard talked to Jacob and he went to go get Jacob's lists? Yes. So, yeah. So this is this is I mean, that's what Ben says when uh, he's on the verge of killing Jacob. He talks about he talks about how he wanted to meet with Jacob, but. Uh, he was told to be patient, and he said, and Richard would uh, come back with your lists, and I followed all your orders, and, you know, you didn't, you know, what about me? <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, but yeah, he, Ben explicitly says, no, it was, it was Richard who brought the lists. And I, I think part of that was to... Uh, again, like solidify that Ben never met with Jacob. If there were lists from Jacob, they didn't come from him. Yeah, and it may, and, and Richard knows that that Jacob is at the at the statue. Yeah, he's the one who takes him to the statue. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know where Ben. Yeah, ever see, that's what it is. Him. I think that's what it is. That's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. I'll say it five times. They are wrong that that's Jacob's cabin. That was their misinterpretation. Richard knew where Jacob really was uh, at the statue. The others thought Jacob's cabin was where you go to talk to Jacob. That's why Ben brings Locke there. He's wrong about that. 
The others uh, think that though Richard knows it's not true. But Richard knows it's them. not true, and he doesn't tell them. So that's why Alana thinks that because she's another. Okay, but I mean, she does talk to Jacob. I mean, could, well, Jacob comes to visit her, but in terms of being on the island, I mean, right. I, in terms of the others' mythology, that's Jacob's place, right? But isn't it? I mean, it's just weird, like. I mean, we don't see the conversation between them. And I know Jacob is not the most forthcoming person on the show. But it's like, if he's going to go to Alana and say, you know, I need you to come to the island. Um, you know, I think some stuff's about to go down. Uh, and uh, when yeah, you get there, just wrong. come find me. Like, yeah. I just don't understand why he, he didn't wouldn't tell her. He just didn't tell her. Why he would, why he would, but then like where, okay, so she, okay, she's an other though, <laughs> and that's where she gets the idea that he's in the cabin, and he knows that the others think that, so he, but, but what about the Ash line? The Ash line, well, I mean, that's a separate thing. Because the ash is something that we see Bram has it. They have it at the temple. Seems like an others thing. Mm -hmm. um, are we saying that the others spread the ash around the cabin because they thought Jacob was in there? <laughs> mistakenly? To, protect, to protect Jacob from the smoke monster? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, is that... Yeah, it's another. Yeah, why? Yeah, if that's Jacob's cabin, then it is a holy place, just like the temple. Mm -hmm. it's, it's worthy of protecting. Mm hmm. And they're, and they're just they're just all wrong. They're wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's clear that they're wrong. So <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's the problem. We were we were we were taking Alana at her word like, "Oh, she goes to the cabin, so it must have been true that that's where you can find Jacob." No. Uh, and and she's wrong she and she's wrong about her interpretation that Jacob used to be there. Jacob was never there. The final reveal about the cabin is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it was wrong, right? I don't know, but it's I mean, a plausible Jacob, theory. Jacob is always at the statue. I think it makes more sense that Jacob is always at the statue and they got it wrong. Man in Black goes into the Jacob's cabin and he pretends to be Jacob and that's where the lore of that's Jacob's cabin comes from. And it gets passed down to the other's mythology, but they're wrong about it. Richard is the only one who truly knows. Okay. And maybe Richard wanted that lie to be perpetrated because he doesn't want anybody else to know where to find Jacob to protect Jacob. But okay, but Jacob leaves Which is a really good which actually is a really good ruse, by the way. You know, if you wanted to protect somebody, let everybody else think they're at location A instead of location B. But but Jacob leaves the the, the sort of note there saying, you know, with the statue, you know, that means that he yes, and that and maybe that's who that's who broke the 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 ash line. Like that was supposed to be. I forget when we see the ash line, but maybe that's the idea that somebody came into the cabin. And that and that person. You don't think Jacob left that message? I do. Jacob, Jake, maybe. I mean, maybe. Yeah, maybe Jacob came and said, "Okay, they're gonna come to the island. Need to find me. 
they don't know where I am. They're going to come look for me at the cabin. I'm going to show them where I really am with this with this message. So so he anticipated that she would come to the cabin, but he couldn't just tell her, I'm not at the cabin, go to the statue. Well, part of it is, okay, the production aspect that they want the cabin to be revisited and then destroyed. So part of that, you know, you have to factor that into the writing, right? So I think that might be enough cover for why he doesn't just explicitly say where to find me. Or, or you could say, well, he, you know, he he knows she knows the 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 phrase, you know, what lies in the shadow of the statue, and put two and two together. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's more plausible just to put her in the group of people who don't know shit, and who misinterpret things, and she's like the others who think they they. I think I think if you just want to make it as simple as simple as possible, and you only have you know you just you put a line down the middle. You put most people will fit on one side of the line who thought that was Jacob's cabin, and on the other side of the line you have Jacob and Richard, who are the only two people who know where Jacob really is. And I think that makes it work. If I think it works best if most people are just wrong. <laughs> That's horrible. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, your theory, it works, but goddamn, it's frustrating. <laughs> and I think that explains why the ash was broken. That was supposed to tell us somebody came in there. Not that something necessarily got out, but somebody came in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, but that was that was my assumption already. Um Okay. Unless that broken ash was supposed to be done a long time ago, and that's how the smoke monster got in there to begin with. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. That was my. Yeah. That was what I assumed that meant. When did we see the ash line broken? Do you remember? Well, that? the first time we see it broken is that scene. What scene? The the Alana scene. Okay. Okay. Then I yeah. Mean, then that makes sense. They're like, okay, someone had to put up this note where Jacob was going to be. You know, the note to go to the statue. Oh, it was Jacob when he came in and put it in there, and he broke the ash line. That's that like accidentally, that's or tele- well, yeah, or I don't know what word you want to use, but it got broken, and it's just telling the audience that somebody came through there, which leads, which you know, because those are the only two things that are different about the cabin, right? Is the ash line is broken, and there's a new piece of information inside, right? But the, but see, I think I think the ash line being broken is kind of a retcon because they want to make it consistent. The if the line was complete, then the smoke monster shouldn't have been able to get in there, um, and he has been in there. Okay, so, okay, okay. So I, yeah, I think it could go either way. That could go either way. I think that's what they're trying to tell us that like yeah. at some point we we just didn't see it before. Yeah. But no, like, I like I, that better. Yeah, I don't like Jacob walking through the ash line and. But he's got to leave the note, though, right? So that's yeah, really... yeah. I have no, I have no doubt in my mind he leaves the note. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But how does he leave the note? Like, I don't know. I don't, that's he a smaller. He in and puts it up. Like, why wouldn't he be able to leave the note? Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's just, I just, <laughs> it's just weird to. I agree. It's weird. I agree. Yeah. It's weird. The whole scene's weird, and it's like, yeah. I mean, there is something. There is something sort of poetically lost about like the final cabin reveal is just like misinterpretations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think she was wrong. I think, I think cause she's thinking in her head, Jacob was at this place. She never saw Jacob there. I don't think she ever saw Jacob there. So she's getting that information from somebody else. 
Who would she get that from? Who else thinks that's Jacob's cabin? The others think that's Jacob's cabin. She's getting the information for the others. We already know that others know shit about Jacob, so that's already wrong. But what's true about what she says and what fits in with the rest of the story overall is that somebody was pretending to be Jacob in there. And this way, it doesn't validate the idea that uh, in Man Behind the Curtain or whatever, that that's Jacob originally. And even though, you know, maybe when they were writing the episode, that was quote-unquote Jacob, you know, their first iteration of Jacob was mm-hmm. in there. But in terms of how the show ends and, and trying to and trying to tie it to that, that that first reveal of the cabin, it doesn't... It doesn't have to validate that, so it that that mitigates the confusion, doesn't it? Yeah. So it's not a scene about saying, "Well, Jacob really was in there at one point." It's like, mm-hmm. no, she's wrong about that. Jacob was never in there. Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, you're inclined to believe her because she. I mean, she talks well, to Jacob. There's a long line of people you're inclined to believe. I, well, I know, but like she and it's seems a, and more. It's a, it's the same line of people who are wrong. <laughs> I, but she seems more reliable than than Ben. You know, I mean, she mm-hmm. seems more reliable than certain characters. Mm-hmm. She, we did see her in a scene with Jacob, so she seems like she should be some kind of authority on, you know, him. So it's just I'm inclined to trust her. Mm-hmm. Her I'm information. Sure you are. Why wouldn't you be? <laughs> <laughs> so that I'm just saying, like, why? Think about it this way. Think about it this way. Who are the characters we know knows where Jacob is? Richard. And? The man in black. Uh-huh. And Jacob. And Jacob himself. Okay, okay, himself. okay, now, those are the people we can prove know where Jacob is. We cannot prove anybody else knows where Jacob is. And I feel like that is that is the story. That's it right there. Like. Alana didn't there was no, there's no objective evidence that she ever knew where Jacob was. Now, I think you've got a good point about the the phrase what lies in the shadow of the statue or whatever. That's a good thing, but that didn't lead her to the statue. So, that wasn't something that told her that's where Jacob is. Even though that's a even though that's a phrase that they use. Yeah. Um, you know, so I don't know. I think to me, I'm, I'm, I'm really starting to be really happy with this idea that they're just all fucking wrong. It's going to help me sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> because it, it really, yeah, it was really extra more confusing than the cabin has always been. But now I feel like it's a lot simpler, even with the idea that they changed, you know, they most likely changed their idea of Jacob over time and they, you know, who was in the cabin or whatever the first time. I, I think it still works with how they ended the show that she's just wrong. That was her. That's just what the others thought. And they, we, and they, we, they were wrong about it. at least during the time of Ben's reign of the others, Jacob was never in there. Correct. I, I, yeah, most probably, likely. Probably right? not. That's generally the time of Alana's being. So like she should be wrong about that. Cause she's, I mean, if the others are wrong about it, then she should be wrong about it because the others are wrong. Right. And they had no reason to know it. And and the other thing that led me to this was the fact that the list came from Richard, not Ben or anybody else. So they did so so it, so it was never a valid place to go to Jacob's cabin to talk to Jacob. That's not where Richard was going. Right. 
I'm trying to solve the cabin for you, man. I don't know why you're giving me such a hard time. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that the answer is most of the characters are wrong, but I think that fits in with the global theory of the show is that they were just operating on false information. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't deny that that's a pretty consistent theory. Uh, it fits in, like you said, with this theme that we've hit on about the show. It's just, it's just, it doesn't help me sleep at night because, <laughs> uh, because it, it's like the, the, the way they choose to tell us information about the cabin is by having everyone be wrong about it. <laughs> yep. But that's the whole show. Everybody's wrong about everything. That, that was the alternate title of The Lost. It was Everybody's Wrong About Everything. Everybody's this Wrong fall, About Everything. This fall on ABC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I, I, I find it frustrating sometimes to, to uh, you know, I mean, there was a problem throughout the show to not be able to rely on what people are saying. And I, I guess because... Because, like, like I said, because it's the final word on the cabin, you know, there's no scene later that where it's like I was wrong about the cat. You know, there's no thing about. I mean, they burn it, so obviously they're not going to talk about it anymore. So it feels like this should be the definitive cabin reveal. You know, that's what that's what I want it to be. You know, based on the context. Yeah. And like I said, the authority of Alana, you know, she... Unlike... By the way, Jacob let her explode, so I don't know how much authority she really had. Unlike most of the others, she did meet Jacob directly. We Off saw him island. talk to her. Yeah. Off the island, yes. And he was like a father to her. I mean, that implies a relationship that, I mean, of course, originally they were going to make her Jacob's daughter. So, I mean, I think these things are telling me that if she's talking about Jacob, then if she doesn't know what she's talking about, you know, nobody does. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's... you're right. <laughs> Say that again. I think you're right. <laughs> that's the problem with the show. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I see what you're saying about... I'm just trying to explain, like, why why I'm inclined to trust her. You know, why mm -hmm. why that scene pulls me in the direction of believing. You're inclined like, to trust her because of 100,000 years of human evolution and what, like, 20,000 years of human storytelling or something. I don't know. Yes. We've been telling stories. Yes. But, like, that's why you're inclined to trust her because every yes. other time you can trust what people say. Well, you know, but even in the context of Lost where I know that, you know, characters are, are unreliable and they draw conclusions and, you know, they have interpretations. And, like, I understand that, like, a lot of times they're wrong about stuff. Um, but I feel like typically... I mean, typically when it's a big plot point like this and someone is just wrong about it, you know, typically there's a there's a, a reveal or something later where they say that they're wrong in some way. I mean, maybe not directly to the character, but there's something that kind of tells us that character was wrong, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and, you know, that's sort of missing here. And, 
you know, based on that, the finality of the statement and the authority, like all those things are different from the normal situation where some character says something and it's just their interpretation. Like typically they don't have all of these points in their favor. Yeah. You know what I mean, in Ben's case, he's a pathological liar who doesn't know anything, you know, like who ha who's never talked to Jacob and so on. So like, does he know about Jacob being in the cabin? Hell no. I understand yeah. that, you know, but that's clear. And he doesn't have the final word on the cabin, you know, so it's just all those things aren't there typically with with these situations. So that's why that's why in this situation, although I understand the show's not like this in general, I just I'm pulled I'm pulled towards believing. I mm -hmm. want to believe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I hear what you're saying, and I guess, like, it's the first time I've really heard an explanation for the cabin that was, like, relatively consistent. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> you know, I give it full points for comedy. <laughs> Everyone's wrong about everything. The subtitle for Lost, yeah. you know. But I, 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 I can't say I find it satisfying. <laughs> no, it's not satisfying to be like everyone's wrong about everything. You can't trust anybody, anything anybody says. Uh, yeah, no, that's that's definitely not satisfying. And that's you know, it'll help me sleep at night because I not because it's satisfying. You know, that doesn't help me sleep. At, what helps me sleep at night is it. I, like I said, I can put two. I can separate the people who objectively know what was going on with that cabin and who who subjectively know. And the right. people who subjectively know are most likely wrong about it because because of how they depicted everything. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm looking at this this transcript. He isn't here. Hasn't been in a long time. Someone else has been using it. Maybe that line. Oh, I wonder if that line is just supposed to mean. Although I, you know, we we know what we think that line means. He isn't here. Hasn't been a long time. But what if that means the long? What what if the long time is since Jacob put the map in the cabin? Like it's been a long time since Jacob nailed that map to the statue or the picture of the foot to the wall. Maybe okay. that's all it means, and we were taking too much meaning out of that, or they were letting us take too much meaning out of that. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Like the long yeah. time was between then and you know when Jacob was last there, the only time he was ever there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but no. Right. I mean, it, it kind of doesn't work because I think it's more about she's wrong that he ever used it. But right. um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, cabin solved. Um, yeah, I you're mean, welcome, America. Again, I think this is the closest we've ever come to making any sort of peace with the cabin. Which I didn't. I literally said twenty minutes ago we would never do. <laughs> yeah. Somehow we managed to do it. Yeah. Um. 
I, I don't, you know, and it's really not satisfying just to say everybody's wrong in that game. Yeah. Like, that's not, that's not satisfying. No, um, it's not. Yeah. It's not. See, that's the thing. I, I, yeah. Yeah. But it it's, does but work. It's consistent. That's the, you know, it, yeah. whether or not it's satisfying, it's still consistent. That's a problem. Um, like, every other theory is, is either inconsistent or way too convoluted. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like... Yeah, it's like your theory is at least simple and consistent. Yeah, Occam's Razor. I can appreciate that, you know. But I just, I just wish they had like said that. I mean, I just wish there had been some, some indication about that somewhere, mm -hmm. you know. I, I, I wish they hadn't let it sit like that because, yeah, I mean, I just. I feel like typically when I when we get our final answers about things, they're 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 usually see, like more true. I, I think, I, but see, I think that's the that is the the corner they wrote themselves into because in this scene with Alana and Bram and, and and Frank in the in the cabin, I don't think she can say, I don't think she can walk into the cabin and say, Jacob isn't here. He was never here, because that would mean that. You know, that, that contradicts that the others thought that he was ever there. And then how would she objectively know that? And if she objectively knew that, why did she go there in the first place? Right. Unless they wrote something into the scene itself where she looks around the cabin and somehow she could just tell, like, he would never decorate like this. No way. <laughs> you know, there's never right. been here. So I feel like they're they're right. forced to say he's not here and he hasn't been because that's the closest she can get to the truth based on the mythology that the others have, that that's Jacob's cabin. Right. You know, right. she can't go one step further and say he was never there. Right. Because that would mean she's, con like I said, she's contradicting their mythology and she's yeah. contradicting what they, what, yeah, her own beliefs. Why would she even go there then? Yeah. Why would she, yeah. And why would she even think that? Just to um, like pronounce this, like it, yeah, it doesn't really add up. Yeah. So maybe that's part of the problem is they, you know, they, and of course we know they, they write themselves in the corners. So they're forced to say certain things and we take it. Oh, here's their answer about this. But it's like, no, that's the closest to the answer they could get. And then that throws off, you know, any sort of relevant or related theories you could put because you're starting off, you know, incorrect. Right. Um, the, the thing that is true is someone else has been using it. Right. Right, 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 right. And I think the reveal of the broken ash line and that, you know, that's that's the reveal that it was Man in Black in there. Yeah. And the reason thought. she says a long time means I think that also is saying, um, you know, not just someone else has been using it recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the stuff, all the stuff we saw. All the stuff we saw. Exactly. That's what she's trying to say. I mean, she's yeah. basically saying he was never there, but she can't say he was never there. Right. Right, because it would create problems. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, and yeah, that I guess that's the other thing. Like, it's, uh, uh, yeah, like the other stuff she says is right. You know. Sure. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'll add that to the list of why I want to believe it. There's some of what she says is right. Yeah. And so, I mean, of course, that again, that wouldn't be the first time some things were right and some things are wrong, but you know, it's uh. It, it makes me it makes me want to believe but yeah i mean maybe they just maybe you're right maybe they wrote themselves into a corner where they had no choice mm 
mm-hmm. but to have her say this line. And, and and that's the thing. She has to acknowledge, because I was thinking, well, why couldn't she just walk in and say, Jacob's not here. Maybe he was, you know, maybe he was never here because, you know, she sees the, the, the tapestry with the, with the statue and she could say no one was ever here, you know, but mm-hmm. they can't even say that. Right. Because right. we know somebody was there. Yeah. So yeah did she yeah, have yeah. to say someone else has been using it? Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I think I think they wrote themselves into a corner with that. Yeah. Yeah, that which, makes sense. Which we have to find we have when we when we have to remember this when when we get to things we can't figure out. Not only do we have to think maybe they're wrong, but what what did they maybe they wrote themselves into a corner. And and whatever line we're using that we want to be true that that is creating a conflict with other information, maybe pieces of it are true, and maybe pieces of it are as true as they can get to without contradicting something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I just wish they had done it a different way. Oh, for sure. I wish they had found a way to, like, have some other character, you know, or Lana. I mean, just written it some way where they could say, the cabin, oh, no, he was never in the cabin, you know. That's what, um, that's what Richard should have said. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking maybe Richard could have been the one to say it. Um I like I still I don't know quite how they write that scene. I'm trying to figure out who's going to be the one to be like, "Shouldn't we go to the cabin?" <laughs> you know, and and to give Richard the chance to say, "The cabin? No, Jacob's never been in a cabin." Mm-hmm. You know, like that's that it would have well, been like later when they get to the statue, Richard, you know, when she sees Richard there, you know, she's like, who's Ricardus or whatever. Ah, uh, yeah. Then he's like, what took you so long? What, you know, we went to the cabin. Why would you yeah. go there to find Jacob? Right. Jacob was never in the cabin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or he laughs it off. He scoffs and says, oh, the cabin, yeah. I forgot people think that Jacob was ever there. Right. I mean, it's not really a moment to be laughing, but, you know, <laughs> something like that. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that would have worked. That would have worked. And they could have just they could have just deleted the scene where they go. I mean, okay, no, they could leave it. They could leave it if they give us the extra the extra reveal, mm-hmm. you know, of like, no, 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 like he was never he was never there at all. Yeah, you know, and and then and then I could then I could live with it. I think, even though I still think there's something up there, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I think there's a real question of. If the others think that Jacob's in there, where did that come from? Why do they think that? Man in black per- impersonating him. Okay. I mean, now but, I don't know what the impetus of that was of how it really started, but yeah, you know, he could he could appear to somebody as a dead per or whatever and find me at the cabin or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, but that's the thing. Like it, it, it has to be after the seventies. Right. So it's really almost a Ben centric thing. Um, right. I mean, because Dharma's going to be yeah. k- killed off pretty soon here. Right. Uh, so it's not about them generally or specifically. So it's almost a Ben centric thing. Like somehow Ben was led to believe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe man in black appeared to Ben as his mom later and said, mm-hmm. You can find Jacob in the ca- in the cabin or something. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or Horace had some an- run in with Man in Black and 
he's told that's Jacob's cabin, and then mm-hmm. he tells somebody else that that's Jacob's cabin. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a little. Yeah, we won't ever know that. But uh, that sounds like good material for my my loophole centric episode. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want to yeah, put yeah. that in there for sure, for sure. <laughs> This is something I dream of, mm-hmm. and and I think the cabin would have to be in there. And yeah. I yeah, I need that scene that explains why Ben thinks he's there. And actually, you know that that's a good point because for a for the loophole to work, I think I think yeah, Man in Black does want to be accessible, and he wants that accessibility to divert you from where Jacob really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and, and and again, like I said, if you want to hide something, tell everybody it's a point a and and they will never think to go look at point b so right. if people are on the island and they know about jacob or they heard about jacob and they want to find jacob instead of them searching and maybe possibly finding the statue just say no he's at jacob's cabin right right or he's at the cabin you know and and uh and people will think he's there and they'll you know they won't be searching anywhere else for him right right but those i mean yeah those visits to the cabin are big parts of the loophole plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I, I definitely think that's that's something that I would like to see the other side of. I mean, the thing is, like, once they go there the first time and they have that experience, the subsequent visit doesn't really need justification. Yeah, exactly. You know? Locko's back there because he went there and he saw some crazy shit and he yeah. heard a voice say, help me. And, you know, and he goes back there, yeah. you know, expecting more instructions and he gets them, you know, um, it's so, you know, that part doesn't need explaining, I think, but it's, it's the first visit. But even the first visit makes sense, right? Like even, even if, it, they haven't formulated who's really in the cabin yet, but the idea that that's Man in Black, you know, in retrospect, it makes sense because he want he I think he would want you know Locke is looking for his path, right? He he understands that Jacob is the 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 positive deity on the island. Like he doesn't know about Man in Black, of course. Right. Um. So Man in Black is going to use that. Uh, he's that that's his best plan of action to impart just like he impersonates Christian. Like he, that's his best course of action is to impersonate Jacob. Oh, if I want to get Locke to do what I want to for him to do, I'll pretend to be Jacob, the leader of the island, who gave him the use of his legs back, and then I and then I can then Locke will follow me blindly. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it makes sense if if it is just a con in the beginning. You know, right, right, right. And the confusion starts with whether or not they wanted that to be Jacob actually in the when they when we first see it. And then later they change their mind and say, well, no, no, it's not Jacob. It's Man in Black pretending to be Jacob. Right, and it still right. kind of works later because Man in Black does impersonate people. Of course. Yeah. No, no, no. The big question is, like, why does Ben take him there? Oh, because Ben thinks that's where you find Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's that's the part that I would want to put in. Mm-hmm. You know, the missing piece is, like, where where did Ben get that idea? Like, how was that cabin trip set up? Yeah. You know, because it seems like a setup. I mean, well, it seems it, like yeah, it was always is, intended to be like that. Yeah, and it is part of the other's mythology, right? I mean, I think that's why the ashes around the cabin, the same way it's around the temple. Yeah. Like, that's part of their mythology. Is I think they it has to be true for them that that's where Jacob is. Yeah, and so that's that's where that's where I sort of need 
that's where I would like clarification because, like, if Richard knows about this, for example, I mean, do the others hide this from Richard that they believe this? Because, I mean, if Richard finds out that all the others think that uh, Jacob's hanging out in this cabin and they put, like, ash around it and stuff, I mean, he he, he knows that's not true, right? So, I mean... I, but I don't think he knows... I don't think he knows that uh, anybody's impersonating Jacob at the cabin, you know? Because I almost want to just say that was the first time Ben ever went there. You know, because mm -hmm. there's no other reason to go there, right? Like, the only reason to talk to Jacob is to get the list. Mm -hmm. You know, and the only person that gets the list is Richard. So Ben has no reason to ever go there, you know. And in, in the context of Man Behind the Curtain, it's like, okay, well, I want to pretend to Locke that I know everything. You know, Ben wants to pretend like he knows he's got a connection to Jacob. So I'll take him to the place where where we think jacob is but he, but i think he's not expecting anything to happen yeah um now why no. is he expecting anything to happen there's another question yeah if he thinks jacob is there or maybe or maybe ben has been there before and nothing happened right right but I would, you know, I would assume it's like a temple, though. It's like a sacred place. Like if if your deity lives in this place, then yeah, you go and you put the ash around it to protect them, and then you never go there again. You know, you don't just show up for tea, you know. Sure. Um, but I just I can't get over like like uh, Richard just thinks well it's harmless. Like let them think that Jacob's there. Uh, I won't tell them that's not true yeah i mean especially if he's dealing with ben and he knows ben is a power hungry maniac yeah maybe don't tell him where jacob really is or else he might be like okay i want to be the one to get mm -hmm. the list right you know okay and you know be patient all that telling ben to be patient Mm-hmm. And that, you know, obviously they wrote this at the end of the show, but I mean, that is another reason why Ben doesn't expect anything to be there because Jacob never talked to him. Right. Right. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I'm missing is the origin. The origin. Like, yeah. Where that comes from. Yeah. Because I wouldn't think they would just randomly find a cabin and then, like, assume Jacob's in there. Like, there's got to be some reason. Yeah, I think the reason Man in Black tricked them, but how he tricked them and when he tricked them into thinking that yeah. is, is up for grabs. But I think it's at least in the Ben era, uh, obviously, because the cabin is... Well, it has to be, uh, yeah. So I think it's a, it's a Ben-centric thing. Uh, and maybe that was his first loophole, you know. Maybe that maybe he was gonna try to get Ben, although he should have known about the fifties lock shit by then because he did it yep. and Locke was I don't know how that's supposed to work. But but maybe yeah. maybe he was going I mean, Ben is part of his loophole too, so maybe that's still yeah, part yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben's a big part of the loophole. Yeah, so maybe that's still part of it is okay, Ben's leader of the island or the the leader of the others. So I'll let him think. The same way he tries to convince you know, impersonate Jacob to Locke or whatever. Like, I'm going to pretend like I'm Jacob to Ben. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that sounds good. Uh, and I guess Ben would keep that to himself or, or not tell Richard about it or something. Like, mm -hmm. um, no, okay, hold on. No, 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 no. 
No, can't do it. Can't do oh, it. Oh, sorry, podcast Here, over. No yeah, more questions. this is the thing no, I always. No, this is... to go. Thanks and namaste, everybody. <laughs> to wrap it up. <laughs> this is the thing I always run into with that. If Ben, if 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 the man in black's pretending to be Jacob to Ben, then Ben shouldn't think that he never talked to Jacob. I was just thinking about that. Um, I think he. You see what I'm saying? No, 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 no. no. But yeah, see, that's what I. That's why I was kind of trying to say, like, he only. That's why I kind of want to have it both ways, but I, I kind of want to say, the first time Ben goes to the inside the cabin is when he takes Locke. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the first time he sees anything. Okay. Okay. And he but didn't then, talk to him. Jacob didn't talk to him. Okay. Okay, okay. So 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 then the idea of Jacob being in the cabin came from some other other Yeah, that's the that's the big leap you have to get it. You have to figure out where that came from and how that really started. I think that's that's the part we'll never be able to figure out because there's just no information there. Yeah. You know, but just just as it just I think to make 90% of the theory work, you just have to jump over that 10% and say, the others think that's, that's Jacob's cabin. Yeah. How they think that and why they think that, besides Man in Black convincing them that of somehow, I think it's anybody's guess. I mean, I could maybe come up with something, but um, it, would, it would just be a wild guess. Right, right, right. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I appreciate it. I like. I don't think. I don't think that makes the whole thing collapse. It's just that, like, that gets to the core of my problem with the cabin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because like for me, it was all about like, there's this, there's this mythology of Jacob being in there. There's, there's. Oh, one... oh, here it is. Here's the answer. Okay. Ben had been there before. He thinks that's where Jacob is. Nobody ever talked to him when he was there. So that's when he when he brings Locke back, he's gonna I'm just gonna pretend. Listen, every time I come here, this is Jacob's cabin, every time I come here, Jacob never talks to me. So when I come and bring Locke, nothing nothing's gonna happen. I'll just pretend like I'm talking to Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, why does he think Jacob is there? Oh, oh, that part is yeah, I don't know. I mean Besides Man in Black wanting to convince people that they can talk to Jacob there. Now, I guess I guess you could say that he if he appears to him as his mom or something and he says, you know, you can go find Jacob in the cabin, you know, I guess I guess he doesn't I guess Ben doesn't have to talk to someone he thinks is Jacob to be convinced that Jacob is in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. He can just be yeah, his mom can say yeah, you can find Jacob there. That's or... but that's the scene I want to see. Yeah, you know, that's that's really what I felt like I was missing in those like two lines. You know, I see you found your loophole. You well, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't believe what I've gone through to be here. Mm-hmm. You know, like I want to see like how much he had to do. Yeah. to like set this whole thing up including appearing to Ben as his mother and telling him to go to the cab you know there's so many steps in that plan yeah and we only see like a few of them yeah yeah you know and I, I think it, it just would have been nice because you know we talked about the loophole a lot and they never really 
fully explained it, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, and since it's so central to like the plot of the last part of the show, and also just the show in general, I I, I just I would have liked I would have liked an episode where they where they really go into specifics about the loophole plan. Yeah. Uh, and I was gonna say, I mean, there is a question that the others would have: where Where does Jacob live? Right? Any mm-hmm. Any sort of iteration of the others over time would have wanted to probably have asked that question. So yeah. So at a certain point, you know, if they're asking Richard, he's gonna tell them the truth or he's gonna lie to them. Um, but yeah. So I mean, there is a there is a kind of a, a need to have an answer to that question. Um. I mean, couldn't Richard just say, like, you know, um, you know, that's not for you to know. Like, only the only the emissary can speak to Jacob. You know, like, yeah, I maybe, mean, maybe, maybe, that, that? maybe that maybe that worked for two thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I see what you're saying, yeah, and I. So because Jacob does go off of the island and talk to people and stuff, there, you know, there's that 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 muddles things up too. Right. 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 What are you saying? Yeah. No, I, I like I. It's not like I don't want to accept your theory. It's just, you know, <laughs> I I just can't really get over certain certain points in the story. Yeah. You know, and that's why I'm so stuck on it. It's like even when you solve it, there's still lingering problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? and and yeah like everybody's wrong about everything (laughs) is is probably like the best theory of the cabin that i've heard yeah but that shows like but it's like so i mean it's a good theory in the sense that it explains the cabin very nicely simply and completely but it's a frustrating theory in the sense that you know <laughs> it doesn't really it doesn't really give satisfying answers mm-hmm. just you like know? life it doesn't come together in a way where you know i feel like now i can now i can move on because my 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 cabin worries are i would assuaged. never in a million years deny you the thrill uh, or the uh the curse <laughs> of being able to move on from the cabin <laughs> you will always you can always have that burning mystery i yeah i feel like i can't i can't i feel like even if even if we got uh damon and carlton on and like i don't want to do this because i don't i didn't want to like go for let's just ask for answers to mysteries because i know they don't want to do that anyway and it's fine but even if i did ask them you know can you just like explain the cabin real (laughs) quick like the answer they gave i probably wouldn't be satisfied with that either you know, I would probably still have questions and it would probably lead to the same kind of discussion we're having right now, you know, where there would be some story point where it's like, okay, you know, but <laughs> I I still don't get this part, you know. I mean, maybe they would have answers for everything, but I, I suspect that because of like some of their explanations for other things. Oh, 
Sorry, go ahead. I just thought of something, but go ahead. I, I suspect that even even that wouldn't be enough for me. So it's just I, I think it's sort of my, you know, just a just a curse that I, you know, that I, I guess I, I like on some level. I mean, I, I wouldn't be so fascinated. I wouldn't return to this thing if I didn't find it a really interesting mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, I do think it's a really interesting mystery, but it's interesting because of the difficulty to resolve it in, in a in a way that is fully satisfying, you know, reasonably simple and fits what we saw. Mm-hmm. So anyway, what were you saying? No, I was just trying to think of of the the origin of the cabin. Oh. Um, you got the origin. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean the actual origin that they told us, you know, Horace building it. Um, yeah, I think that's a weird reveal that I still don't, I don't understand that either. Yeah. I don't know why they told us Horace built the cabin. Like, that's just so strange. And I've never been able to come up with an explanation for why they wanted to tell us that. Yeah. It's like, it's, I mean, they didn't need to tell us who built the cabin. They certainly didn't need to make it Horace, like someone from Dharma, like. I mean, it could have been a lot of people, you know, on the island. And I would have assumed the cabin was older than that, you know, based on the way it looks. Like, I would assume it's from before the 70s. Mm-hmm. So that was that was kind of a surprise. And I don't know what it gets them, you know. They don't really do anything with that. It, it's another thing I wish they had done. I mean, I, I wish if they're, if they're going to tell us who built it, I wish they had given us a little more about that you know like how did it transition from Horace built the cabin to place that the others thought jacob lived yeah see, I, w- I was trying to connect that so so we know Horace built the cabin because of Locke's dream right mm-hmm. and who gives dreams man in black okay so already a suspect but let's just say okay Horace still did build it yeah, Why that's the thing. I mean, it isn't necessarily true, but but no, that's uh, fine. That's fine. That's not a that's not a problem for my theory. Yeah. So why couldn't Man in Black give Horace a dream to go build the cabin? Man in Black says, "I need mm-hmm. a place where I'll pretend to be Jacob." Mm-hmm. So I'll infect Horace's dream and make him go build a cabin. Okay, I like that. I like that. I'll put that put it in the loophole episode. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great. I would love to see that scene. That's I remember when when we first got to Dharma in the in fifth season, you know, the Dharma section of the show, mm-hmm. and they show they show Horace the first time, you know, um, and he's like he's like all upset. I forget why it was something. It ended up, you know, there's the whole thing with Amy. Oh, when he's and, drunk and they have to yeah. calm down. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I remember at first, yeah, Amy, oh God. Uh, Anyway, I remember at first I I thought that I had this flash where I thought, oh my God, like, they're gonna, they're gonna address him and the cabin, you know, mm -hmm. and I got really excited. Um, Of course, he never mentions it at any point during that entire thing. Um, Disappointing. Um, But... In the loophole episode, they could have they could have brought that back, and because the cabin plays a huge role in the loophole, 
I feel like that belongs. Yeah. And I like the idea that he set it up from the beginning. It wasn't just like Horace was like, yeah, I just want to, I want to build a cabin for me and the, you know, me and the missus. And we'll mm-hmm. just go, we'll just get away from the Dharma initiative because it's so tense over there in the barracks with the hippies, you know, like instead of that and then suddenly somehow it transitions into at some point you know the others and you know i would be inclined to say this would make me want to say i've never thought about this god damn this podcast <laughs> this this makes me want to say that uh since horace built the cabin and we know that horace died in the purge mm-hmm. this makes me want to say that the idea of the cabin being where jacob lives has to come after the purge. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying during the Ben time. That's why it has to be a Ben-centric thing, like when Ben is in charge of the others. Yeah, and it's possible that Ben knew about the cabin from Horace. Yeah. Um, You know, there's still the connecting thing there to make it Jacob's cabin. Yeah, but... what if, yeah, what if Hor- a deleted scene where Horace tells little Ben... uh. Yeah, I had this dream. I was guided to build this cabin, and Ben takes that to mean Jacob told him to build it. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's yeah. Jacob's cabin. It's not. It's not. Ja- it's not even necessarily Jacob's cabin in the sense that that's what Jacob is in the beginning, but it's Jacob's cabin because that's what Horace built for Jacob, you know, or something right. like that. And then it becomes Jacob's cabin. Right. 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 I was. Yeah, that that, that kind of makes sense. Um. I like that idea, but I never really thought about the fact that the Horace connection means that the cabin's like supernatural history should be should be after he dies. Mm-hmm. You know, because like while he's alive, I mean, I don't know. I just don't imagine them messing around a lot in there because he might just show up. You know. <laughs> They don't necessarily want to talk to Horace at some random time. Yeah, and that would have been the point at which the others put the ash around the cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay. That's interesting. It's so weird because it's like a new version of the show is playing in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> a version that we'll never see. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, but I, I mean, I sort of like this. I, I think it's starting to work. I think it's starting to work. Yeah, I don't know, man. We might, we might. Still don't even... like the Alana thing, but I, I, I like this origin story. Yeah, you know, we might luck out and by the end of this uh, commentary rewatch series, like, put the whole show to bed and be done with it. <laughs> that would be awesome. You know, we might just kind of make everything kind of work and go, well, you know what? Uh, that's pretty good for us. We're out. Yeah. Peace, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> for a thousand hours. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, theoretically, that's the goal, you know. Yeah. We would like to accomplish uh, something like that. I mean, obviously, there's some questions that we won't answer because they don't matter very much. Yeah. But, yeah, for the big stuff. It'd be good. It would be good to to. I mean, we somehow we've come up with new cabin answers here. Um, like I said, twenty minutes, thirty minutes ago, I was like, "We'll never figure out the cabin." And it's like, "Oh wait, maybe it's this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really didn't think uh, we could ever make sense of that. But uh, it, it's all about you know, 
you know, that's how the brain works is the context. And you, you one person says something, another person picks that up and goes, well, how does that fit? And then you come up with some new idea. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause you know what? It, the, the big crux to me was when you were like, yeah. And then the Alana scene proves that the contradiction was wrong. You know, like, I'm like, why would they validate a, a wrong idea of who was in the cab? Like that just, mm-hmm. I have to solve this. It just does not make sense that at the end, they would say, yeah, you know that idea we don't want you to believe? Yeah, you should believe that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that just, I don't want to buy that. I don't want to yeah. buy that. So I, I had to, my brain was like, had to make sense of this. And of course, the first thing is, she's wrong. And it's like, well, yeah. how could she be wrong? No, she's wrong if she's just like the others who just think that's his cabin. The others are wrong about every other thing. Right. Um. So why wouldn't they be wrong about that? It's clear Jacob wasn't in there for any important times we've seen in the show. Maybe right. he was just never there. Yeah. 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 No, it's nice. It feels good to uh, to get a new theory that that kind of works and it's like you said, simple and consistent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not done with the cabin yet. I have to say. No. But, uh... No. Well, I'm excited to get back to the scene. You know, to get back to it and really look at it on a micro level and see if the saw makes sense and who's yeah. doing what and when and why and. No, but I love the new ideas. I mean, I mean, especially the origin thing. Like, because I hadn't really, I really never figured it out because I just thought it didn't make sense. Yeah. I guess I originally was thinking Jacob was in there, and the reason why the others thought Jacob was in there is because he was in there. Because he was in there, yeah. But that's again, that's what led me to kind of rethink that. Is like, but no one, but the only person who ever talked to Jacob that that the show has said talked to Jacob you know, on island was Richard and he never thought, you know, yeah. if Richard had thought that was Jacob's cabin, the whole idea would fall apart. But Richard knows that's not where you go to find Jacob. So that yeah. separates the, 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 the objective truth from the subjective truth. And then if you put all the people who think it's Jacob's cabin, but have never talked to Jacob at that cabin and a group, that's everybody. You right. Know? Um, Except for Alana, who did talk to Jacob, but was still wrong. Yeah, but I mean, not at the cabin, right? Like no one talked to right. Jacob at the cabin. Right, right, right. But that's not. That's just not a thing. Right, right. Yeah. See, I was assuming that at some point Richard did talk to Jacob at the cabin, mm-hmm. and that it's just that he moved out at yeah. some point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is clunky writing right well he yeah. was there and then he moved he, he's like i yeah. want to i want a seaside view you know like yeah i want to go you know i need more beach weather like that's just kind of a weird yeah. thing to do it's really yeah it was like well first he was at the beach because he was there in the 1800s clearly mm-hmm. predates the cabin then at a certain point presumably after the purge or pretty recently he decided to like spend some time in that cabin yeah he spent some number of years there and then just moved back to the statue mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's very strange but that's what i was envisioning yeah you know um and that was yeah that was a part of the problem um yeah I still, yeah, a lot of things still bugs me, but I really like, I really like the, uh, I really like the, the origin thing. 
because I, I wasn't really thinking about Horus and Dharma and what that means about the timeline. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was trying to think of like, okay, how, okay, Horus built the cabin. How do we know Horus built the cabin? Because I, I thought it was a flashback or something, mm-hmm. but it was Locke's dream. It's Locke's dream. Yeah, so it's, it, already, it's pretty clear that yeah, it's, it's Man Black. Yeah, it's that. already up for interpretation about that. It's Locke's yeah. dream, and then and then it's like, well, if if Locke had a dream about somebody building a cabin, why couldn't Horus have a dream about building a cabin? Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. That's absolutely true. And then it and it and it still ties to Man in Black's motivation of wanting that cabin built for some reason. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. Yeah, I I I feel like that made my loophole episode better. <laughs> You're welcome. Because in my original loophole episode, there was no, like, origin for the cabin. Mm-hmm. Because in my head, like, you didn't need one. It was already in the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Wow. Yeah, man. It's nice we're still getting new stuff. Yeah. It's crazy. Unbelievable. After I do of all episodes. <laughs> Thank you, I do. <laughs> yeah, I love how we solved the cabin in I do. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't really make sense, but yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, well, when uh, I think yeah, we should. Uh, I was just writing that note about your loophole episode. I'll try to keep notes of that. What we what should be included there. But oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's good. Thank you. Yeah, when we do a, our our lost rewrite, we'll uh, we'll include that in the in the chronology, and uh, we'll have all that stuff set up, and we'll just be like, yeah, well, Men in Black gave Morris a dream to build a cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good, and, and that's kind of better than than like the whole thing with uh, Ben's mom appearing or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's a little it's a little neater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. It makes it it makes it less. Yeah, it's less problematic, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's good. That's good. I don't know if we saw... (sighs) You're happy. I don't want to upset you. I don't know if we saw the whole Christian in the cabin and there's an eye also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hell no, we didn't solve that. Yeah, we didn't really solve that. We'll we'll come back to that uh, when we get to it. (laughs) We'll, we'll try to make peace with uh, one with thing at a it. time. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't solve the whole cabin at once. That's the thing. Cabin encompasses yeah. many aspects. And then there's the other aspect of the cabin where it moves around and it's yep. not even more physical anymore. It's yep. like this whole idea of a cabin and yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another. That's another layer to the whole thing that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. But these are these are sort of fundamental cabin issues, and then you have these extra things, um, and they kind of branch off. I mean, the whole thing is so complicated. I think that's part of why it's been an enduring mystery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It has it has a lot of parts. It's not just like who built the cabin done. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. You know, it doesn't really, it's not really that easy. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll get to all that. It's coming. It's coming. The countdown is on. 
And, you know, by the way, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, when we see the cabin, when we see Christian in the cabin and the eye, that's when the cabin was moving around. Right? Uh, yeah, like, that's correct. It, it, like, follows Hurley? Yep. So, that might not even be the cabin proper. And maybe that's what the eye is also hinting at us about. Like, this idea that Man in Black is controlling it. You know what I mean? Um... Let me think. No. Because Alana... Are you like, saying it's a, it's a hallucination? It's a, like yeah. Like a man in black uh, induced... It's an apparition of a cabin, yeah. I see. No, that's a good theory. Um, the main reason why I don't... The main reason why I think the cabin really moved is because uh, they go there. You know, Locke goes there. Um, and we see, like, the ash line. And they go to where the cabin was, and it's not there. And so they, they you then, know, they turn back. But like then when goes, Alana goes to the cabin, it's it's at a second location that she just found? No, when Alana goes, it's back where it was before. Because the, the ash circle's there. So you know? when Locke goes there, the cabin's not there, but the ash circle is there? Exactly. Then then, then the cabin's just invisible. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I mean, it gave me the impression that the cabin really did move. But how could it move? I don't know. <laughs> see, see, Man in Black can make you see things that aren't there. So I'd rather believe that the make cabin... Make you not see things that are there? <laughs> <laughs> no, he makes you see things that aren't there, which is the absence of the cabin, which is not there. Is that, is that more convoluted for you? <laughs> no, I, I'd, rather I mean... believe, I'd rather believe... He can induce hallucinations and that explain things versus saying he can induce hallucinations and the cabin, the physical cabin can move around. I generally agree, but okay. What? So, but I mean, when Locke goes there with the group, you know, um, and circles there, but the cabin's gone. Are you saying that at that moment, he's he's they're all being induced with the hallucination that the cabin's not there, although it is. Yes, <laughs> I think I'm saying that. Okay, I'm just I'm just making sure that's what you're saying. It's like okay, I I want to do my simplification thing. Like okay, what's the simplest answer? What's the least number of okay with all the different events of the cabin, right? And the and each event is is weird, right? With all the different weirdnesses, what's the explanation that has the least number of weirdnesses? And I think <laughs> that's our new term. And I think the answer is if the cabin doesn't move several times. I think the answer is if the cabin's always there, and the one time we go and we see it, and it's not there, so we don't see it, is Man in Black doing something? Now, mm -hmm. I forget how that scene plays out, so I, I can't really right now justify why he would do it and what he could get out of it and all that stuff, but um, to me, I think that I think that's simpler. Then to say, Man of Black can induce hallucinations and he can move the cabin several times. You know, not only, yeah, not only move it when Locke was there, but also move it when it's following Hurley or it shows up several times to Hurley or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I at least want when Hurley sees it and he sees Christian in there and he sees the eye, I at least want that to be Man in Black hallucination of a cabin. Mm hmm. 
because it did move like it did change locations right right see i i guess i'm i'm more uh i like i'm okay with the idea that you know i mean the man of black has a number of powers that sometimes are a bit too crazy i go oh, back to oh yeah, I go back to telekinesis, oh. the snapping of the finger and the Okay, I forgot your telekinesis. I, Sorry, never mind. <laughs> never mind, telekinesis. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to agree, but it's just No, it's I, just, I just forgot. No, that's simp- that actually is more simple, I think, uh than a mass hallucination. It's just to say, <laughs> well, we know one of his powers is telekinesis cuz like, yeah, high yeah. island. I st- but I still want I still want that eye to represent Man in Black, so I oh. want it to be like, okay, this is. I think it does, though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess he doesn't have to. Doesn't have to be a hallucination for it to be. Yeah. I mean, I think he's still this. in the cabin. Okay. You know, but he's oh. he's making it transport. Yeah. You know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I forgot telekinesis. That that that's that's better. I, I I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, it is a jump from a shackle to a cabin, but you yeah. know, I mean, that's a, that's a small jump though, like for this show. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, it is strange. It does feel like his telekinesis is underexploited because yeah. it's quite a power if he can make cabins like move around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like why is he? Yeah, well, why is he doing a lot of things if he can do that? But um, but yeah, that's, that, I guess that's my assumption about it. Okay. We'll come back to that. Maybe I'll, yeah, my mass hallucination <laughs> cabin, cabin as a hallucination work. I mean, mass hallucination is not implausible because I, he can, he, I, I think it's clear that he can induce hallucinations. Yeah. So I don't, I don't see why he couldn't induce hallucinations on more than one person. Yeah. And I don't think that's an impossible theory at all. Um, I just think the other one could work based on what we've seen. And, and you know, it's it's kind of – based on what we see, I think you could almost just go either way with it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of like Kelvin's death, you know? It's, yeah. Where it's like, if you want to think he uh, – not Kelvin, sorry. We saw what happened Brzezinski, with Kelvin. yeah. I, thought, I knew what you meant. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to think he killed himself, then it's okay. If you want to think Kelvin killed him, it's okay. Like, it doesn't really contradict what yeah, we It kind of doesn't matter either way. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. so I think I think with this one, it's kind of like that. Okay. Because I think either theory is, is plausible enough. Well, let's stop while we're on a roll here and we <laughs> solve the big part of a puzzle um that's a good idea yeah leave him leave him on a high what's what's that seinfeld thing leave him leave him wanting more leave him wanting more oh quit while you're at the top or something quit you're at the, yeah god damn it george said something specific all right well anyway i don't remember leave him while they but, still love you i don't know yeah leave him leave him leave him while you're high leave him ah whatever i don't know Seinfeld. Leave them to be them? No, they probably wasn't. Leave them to be them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. Ah, yes. The popular <laughs> phrase, leave them to be them. Leave them to be them. <laughs> it's like, who the hell is be them? I'm scared. <laughs> it's a scary name. Yeah. 
Beavum's gonna get you. I don't want to meet Beavum. <laughs> You've already met Beavum. Mommy, I think Beavum's under my bed. Yeah, he is. Now eat your carrots. <laughs> <laughs> that mommy doesn't care. <laughs> You're mean, mommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> no nightlight either. <laughs> what an awful parent. <laughs> She's the worst. She's working Damn. two jobs, though. She didn't have time for them, this kitty bullshit. Fair enough, fair enough. It's Give hard mommy to a big backstory. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy left, and mommy has to do all the work, so you go deal with Beavum, all right? <laughs> That's not mommy's problem. Yeah. <laughs> you tell Beavum to chip in for rent if he's under your bed. <laughs> Sorry. Woo. It's been a long podcast. Yeah, no, it's late. Once uh once Beavum starts mopping the floor, then yeah. Mommy will deal with Beavum. Exactly. <laughs> you tell Beavum to wash up these dishes, then we'll see who's real. <laughs> it's his whole yeah. character that just yeah. came out of your ridiculous <laughs> phrase. <laughs> yeah, while Beavum's under that bed, tell him to dust down there and help you with your homework. <laughs> There's something funny about a parent who doesn't care about a child's fear. There's something hilarious <laughs> about that. There really is. Oh my god, that's so ridiculous. Yeah. All right, well let's leave them be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. Woo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, until next time. Thanks and Namaste. Namaste and good luck.